0: Acme is making your grocery shopping easier than ever. Download the Acme mobile app to find digital deals, earn reward points, or shop for delivery or pickup. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. Hello, everybody. WMMR,
1: Philadelphia.
2: Housekeeping?
3: No, thank you. Sleepy.
2: Housekeeping, you want towels? Your towels need sleepy. Please go away. Let me sleep for the love
1: of God. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR with Preston Elliot. You will listen to every damn word I have to say. And Steve Morrison. Words are like bullets. Loss. Casey Boy. Lay off me, I'm starving. Kathy Romano. I'm going to
4: destroy everything you all.
1: Nick McAlway. I'm just not the the hero type. And Marissa Magnotta. Pay no
5: attention to that.
1: Preston and Steve, on 93.3 WMMR.
6: <laughs> Good morning and welcome, and it's Thursday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. And
1: now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano.
6: Right, today is Thursday, the ninth day of November. Good morning, Kathy.
7: Good morning in the news this morning. Philadelphia officials announced that the current bus station at 6th and Market Streets will be relocated to the corner of Spring Garden Street and Columbus Boulevard. The change is set to take place on November 16th. The bus carriers include Bus, Greyhound, Coach, Megabus, and Peter Pan. The city believes that uh, the move will address the passengers' concerns over safety. At the current bus stop, riders express concerns about not feeling safe at night, lack of seating, and no indoor waiting area, as well as concerns over not being able to use the restroom. Another issue they say in the area is congestion for SEPTA buses and daily traffic. Riders are often often getting dropped off at the bus stop, adding to the congestion while buses are trying to navigate onto the road. Uh, Mike Carroll, the city's deputy managing director of, for the Office of Transportation, uh, said in a statement the volume and nature of complaints leave the situation at 6th and Market Streets completely untenable. For that reason, the city made a firm commitment to relocate the inner city bus operations off of the 600 block of Market Street this fall. Efforts are underway to find an off-street location but require more time. And an interim change in location is needed urgently.
6: Okay, so that's a pretty good move. Six of Market to Spring Garden and Columbus Boulevard. Yeah. So with, when it's a bus terminal, that's where... That's where you go to, to, to catch the bus? Yeah. yeah. Bus. I mean, yeah. But you can be at a different bus stop, right? Right. Well, I mean, this, this is yeah. more for like, yeah. The, this you, is a long travel. Long this travel. Yeah. travel. Yeah. Okay, yeah. thank yeah. you. Yeah. This
8: yeah. is yeah. like a, like a SEPTA steam. But yeah. The quote-unquote convenience of it, Preston, was that we could get off there and then you'd be right by the train station so you could hop right. on a SEPTA. And at 6th so, and Market. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and so I, I used to do this when I was in college. And uh, I think just over the years, it's just got... Progressively crowded and um, and no real actual terminal for people to get out and have a cup of coffee or have yeah. any shelter. People were just sort of filtering out onto the street. Well, there is a Dunkin'. Go
7: go to the bathroom though. That's what yeah. what they were they were talking about. On the like, the think about you're going to get no, but you're going to get on a bus for like an extended period yeah. of time. Yeah, right. and, yeah, and they true. can even use the restroom before they get on.
6: Is this the old Egypt nightclub? Is that I mean that's right mm. by like Delilah's. And, Would they
7: say no, Spring Sixth, Garden and what? Sixth and Market. Oh s- no,
6: no, that's no, no, where no, it was. New place. Oh,
7: where it's going? Yeah, Sorry, Spring uh,
6: Garden and uh, uh, Spring Garden and Columbus Boulevard. Yeah, Yeah. did you get a quick lap dance,
5: uh, you know, on the way out? Hang on, Marissa. Having a good steak?
9: This has been bad. So um, this was originally at 13th and Filbert, um, but just less than a year ago or so, it moved to the 6th and Market location. Interesting. It got so bad that they stopped, SEPTA stopped, stopping there. The buses, <laughs> they stop like stopping. because of the congestion, yeah. because it was so bad they would go around it. So imagine, like yeah. right there by Jump. Liberty Bell and Independence oh, Hall, yeah. where all of that Dude, traffic is, and nuts. then add, you know, hundreds of people standing out there with luggage yeah. for hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and as Kathy was saying, all of the um, issues with no bathrooms, no terminals to be in. But I guess there's no regulation for like these Peter Pan and Greyhound buses. Yeah, so they could re- re- literally just move wherever they wanted to move. It's
5: oh. weird, Marissa, because sometimes there's an area down by. Pen by where Dr. Mike is, where a lot of the bolt buses will just kind of. Yeah.
6: Like line up yeah, and pull over market. and stop. Right, I know right, what you're yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah, on the, on Market. Right. Yeah.
10: Yeah.
7: yeah there's mm-hmm. another one right at uh, 30th and Market, or like 29th and Market. Yeah, that's right where, yeah, that's
10: right where he's talking bridge. about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
7: Well, and they're saying safety is an issue. They're saying people are standing out there at night and yeah. if they just do not feel safe. It's I mean, not really. You know, great. Uh,
11: at the new location or the old location? The old, you know, the old, one. old location. Because yeah. not for nothing, it's also like right next to like the I don't know, like the Independence Mall where like all the tourists go. Yeah.
10: Yeah,
7: uh, city leaders said the new location is temporary through the beginning of 2024 until they can find a permanent spot. In the coming days, officials will put a uh, put up a lot of signage to notify passengers about the changes. They're going out of their way to make sure that everybody knows. And, and then, if you do show up at that location, there'll also be signs there so people know.
5: Well, it's part of a larger plan to put most of these conduits near strip clubs, correct? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yes, I think that's
7: it. A small business owner in Philadelphia is warning others after she says she was scammed out of thousands. Of dollars. Latoya Faison, who owns Made with Love Juicery in Fairmount, says that the suspects, there were suspects that posed as PICO employees and they scammed her out of $3,400. The incident happened back on September 14th. Uh, Faison said that two workers wearing PICO uniforms outside of her business uh, on 20th and Fairmount. Uh, she says that one of her employees got a call from a 1-800 number as these uniform, uh, supposedly uniform PICO workers were outside. They told me that the disconnection team was outside and that they were getting ready to cut. Power off, and that I had to make a payment using their Pico kiosk. She said. Uh, she added that she did not talk to the workers outside. She listened to the phone call and went uh, to the described kiosk, only to find that it was for Bitcoin. I called them, and they said, uh-huh. yeah. "Wait." She called them. They said, "Yes, we use Bitcoin." Uh, so she's made the payment.
5: Oh, oh my God. Yeah. After yeah. Pay- if if you're being asked to make pay, make payments in Bitcoin or Apple dollars, to get, take yeah. a hike. Yeah. Take a hike.
7: After the payment went through, she got a frantic call from an employee who had figured out that it was never Pico. Uh, Faison said she filed a police report and told Pico about the incident, but she was an- unable to recover her money.
5: Kathy, I am so reticent when anything, comes, and, and I talked about this uh, to my wife, uh, pretty much they're going to have to show up at my front door with guns drawn before Seriously? I'm going to believe it's legit. <laughs> I, I, I just don't believe anything's legit anymore. You know
7: what, though? I, I got one. Um, one was an AT&T call, and one right. was something, my, not a credit card, I forget. I had I got, gotten two, and I'll tell you, I knew, um, and I, you know, I was very uh, wary about what to do with it. Obviously, I didn't pay them. I didn't give them any information. But they were good. Like it made me hang up with them and actually find the AT and T number and call AT and T and ask them. And they said, absolutely, well, you not, did the it right thing. Scam.
5: That's the best thing to do. I'll tell you what happens. Uh, the one i have been getting lately is about the. Uh, there's a package that is being yes. held for oh. me
6: at UPS, yes. and they need my information. Yes,
7: same, yeah. same. I keep getting that one as well.
6: I've probably, you know, won a couple hundred thousand dollars or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, that yeah. legitimately guaranteed guaranteed and it just Absolutely blown it yeah. off because I'm not believing anybody. I mean, they're they're good. They will they will cop the logo like yeah. a- Apple. Yes. There are Apple
5: scammers mm-hmm. that will say they're from Apple um, Security, yeah. Apple Cloud Services. I have
8: to talk and my it dad off the ledge some of the time, Steve, because he'll get them as well. And oh, like, really? And, and listen, he's late seventies at this point, and he just doesn't know, right? And so he asks me and my brothers, and we're like, "Dad, is a scam. You don't have to worry about it or whatever." But it, it's it's frightening. That's exactly who they're preying upon. Yep. Um, yep.
6: Yeah, I'm glad he's he's smart enough to ask you guys. Yeah. And not yeah. Just just, you yeah. know,
7: react yeah. to. Yeah. Pico says the impersonation of employees and scams is a serious concern. The company recommends all customers take steps to protect themselves. Some tips include never opening the door for someone you don't recognize, asking to see a Pico company ID, verifying your bill online at pico.com or calling Pico directly at their phone number which is 800-494-4000 if you believe that you are being scammed. There's
5: a wild Nick has had a, a man so smart and so learned as your father doesn't like raisins in his yeah. meatballs. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Casey
6: just handed me phone and, and here's a text. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It Says your security code for the Pico customer assistance program uh, application uh. is blah blah blah. This code will expire in 24 hours. I've been getting those too, not necessarily from Hello. Pico, but from other ones that are like, here's the pin number. You know, that it's uh-huh. just it's randomly oh, yeah. sent it oh, to yeah. me. Oh, yeah. And well, I, but it's no. peop-
7: that's that I believe is people trying to get into your account. Yes, yeah, that's the absolutely. The, the, yeah. Yeah.
6: Oh, yeah, By the way, I, I don't believe it at all. A yeah. good number of these
5: things, as you said before, are they're fishing for the audio of your voice a lot of times. Yes,
7: I know. You know uh-huh. so well, I will not say anything if I get those calls.
11: Don't talk to anyone. Don't do anything. Yeah, Just right. sit in your basement. <laughs> That's it's, why I, I you know. actually got into it with somebody on the phone <clears throat> earlier this week. Yeah, we may talk about that. We I, should. Because I definitely I, want to hear about that. Oh, that person. apologies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh,
5: no. Was
7: it actually the company? Okay. No, we'll it's, right it's legit.
5: <laughs> but, uh, but I can understand. Well, he can explain it. But yeah.
7: Pico said it never requires customers to pay with gift cards, prepaid credit cards, or Bitcoin. Faison said that she turned the phone numbers of, of the scammers over to Philadelphia police, but that the numbers were disconnected by the time officers tried to call them.
5: Yeah, when they're asking for payment and they say, well, what do you got? You know, yeah, that uh, Bitcoin, that's the time. No. Realize you're being taken for a ride.
7: If you have an old $2 bill lying around, it could be worth thousands. Finally, I
6: have so many $2 bills laying around. Well, Check them. I saw this story yesterday. Yeah.
7: Uh, some newer bills, such as those printed in 2003, could have significant value. Uh, One $2 bill from 2003 with a very low serial number recently sold at auction for $2,400. It later resold for $4,000, according to the Heritage Auction, the largest auction house in the world that deals with currency. The auction site, U.S. Currency Auctions, estimated, the uh, uncirculated $2 bills from nearly every year before uh, 1918 are worth at least $1,000 and bills with a red seal can sell for up to $2,500. Those with brown or blue seals can sell for hundreds. We Jace got a $2 bill every year for Christmas from an aunt of his and we just had tons of $2 bills and I was like "What? we need to get rid of these <laughs> and did money. you? And we I went to the bank and, and we when he, he had his communion he got money and so we deposited that money into a, a bank account and so I took all of the $2 bills and deposited it in there so now we don't have uh, any I probably I probably sent thousands
6: yeah. of dollars. Well reading the article a, a lot of these the big money is coming from uncirculated bills. Uncirculated. Right. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, by the time you got your hands on them yeah, they, yeah. they've, it been, they've made rounds. It up.
7: Uh, You can find the complete list of the value of collectible $2 bills at uh, uscurrencyauctions.com. In sports this morning... again beating the Boston Celtics 106 to 103 last night in South they did it! Joel Embiid had 27 points and 10 rebounds and Tyrese Maxey had 25 points and 9 assists to lead the Sixers to their sixth straight win. They did it! They're the only six and one team in the Eastern Conference and their lone loss came on opening night. They are 5 and 0 at home. The Sixers are on the road tomorrow night. We'll take on the Pistons in Detroit. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. The Union also won, beating the New England Revolution. (laughs) Last night, Corey Donovan redirected Jack McClendon's free kick in the 79th minute, and the Union advanced to the Eastern Conference semifinals with the win. Andre Blake made three saves to earn his first shutout of the playoffs, and Donovan's tap-in was enough for the Union to complete a two-game sweep in the opening round series.
10: They they, the okay.
7: four, fourth-seeded Union will continue their defense of the Eastern Conference title in the single-elimination match against FC Cincinnati to be played on November 25th and 26th. And the Flyers continue their road trip through California tomorrow night in Anaheim as they take on the Ducks. The puck will drop tomorrow night at 10 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning.
6: Thanks so much, Kev. Alright, so we do have some things planned for this Thursday morning and this Thursday evening. I'll explain in just a moment, but uh, stopping by, or actually checking in today, uh, he's going to be performing at uh, the TLA this weekend. Uh, Joe DeRosa. Love Joe. Uh, yeah, we haven't talked to Joe in a little while. Joe was uh, one of the comedians we had years ago at uh, Camp Out for Hunger. Yes. yes. He came yeah. out and played that. Uh, we've got other events that are taking place at Camp Out, which is four days away wow. from today. <laughs> All kinds of evening activities, so get set for that. But we'll check in with Joe around 9 o'clock this morning. And we're also going to have uh, Geno's stopping by oh. this morning. Yeah, some cheesesteaks. They're doing a meat and eat. Uh, it's in conjunction with Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. And it looks like we are going to have some uh, gift cards giveaway uh, for Geno's or Live Casino. I, we'll figure it out in a moment. But anyhow, that is going on. And then uh, this evening, Nick McElwain is out in attendance at the Thursday night kickoff party. <laughs> And it will be at Liberty Union in lovely Chester, Pri- Chester Springs, Pennsylvania. Hmm. And not only that, I believe, Nick, you're going to have some tickets to give away.
8: Yeah, we got Eagles tickets for the uh, game on December 3rd against the 49ers. So a uh, rematch of last year's NFC Championship game, uh, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. tonight. All you got to do is come out, and you have to be present to win. Uh, but hang out, uh, put your name in the box, and you could win those tickets. You have the shirts and stuff, too? Yeah, or? shirts and okay. $3 Ultra Bottles, $5 uh, Big Wave Drafts. So uh, a lot of fun. I've never been to this bar. It's right next to the Acme, right off of Route 100 in Chester Springs. And what time is that again? 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. And all it's at right. uh, Liberty Union, Chester Springs.
6: All right. Get out and see Nick and uh, maybe you win some stuff. People are... We, we get calls and oh, emails yeah. all the time of people that go to these events afterwards and how excited they are uh, <laughs> that they won stuff. They're a lot of fun. Like yeah. from, from great distances. Yeah. Yeah. They travel. Yeah. They
8: travel from around the world. The last one I went to, Steve, I, it was up in the northeast somewhere and this dude drove from like southern Delaware to come up and he won the ticket. That. that was yeah. sight
6: form, yeah. yeah. I love when that happens. All right, so so that's what's going on today. We'll take a quick break, come back in just a moment, get to it uh, with a stupid question, some entertainment stories. Uh, yeah, good update on the actor Strike. Yes. We'll have that in a moment. Stay with us.
12: throughout out all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you. Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address.
2: Uh, On on the web. PrestonAndSteve.com.
0: You've been making better decisions for your busy family for years. And now, little by little, you're making decisions for yourself. Like snacking a little better, going a little further, sleeping a little deeper. Well, here to help make that journey easier and even more rewarding is Acme Sincerely Health platform, featuring nutrition plans, prescription reminders, and more. Sign up in the Acme mobile app to earn up to $25 in grocery rewards. Visit acmemarkets.com slash health for more details. March is a critical time to check your home's windows. If yours are cracked or leaking and won't open or stay open, then it's time to call the pros at Window Nation. Right now, for every two windows you buy, you get two windows free. Plus zero-down, zero interest and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866 90 nation or visit windowNation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate.
2: So, the Super Question prize four-pack of tickets for the Star
6: Wars game, Saturday, November 4th. And this will be, as the Flyers' sake, on the Vegas Golden Knights. My question for you, never heard of this one before, but what was Starburst's original name? Starburst the candy? Yeah, huh. but be- before it was called Starburst, what was the name? 215263, WMMR. If you know the answer, give us a call right now. We'll mention birthdays while well, we're waiting for that call. Today being the ninth day of November, it's Lou Ferrigno's birthday. Hey! Today, Yay! the incredible Hulk. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know he's deaf. Yeah, yeah. mostly deaf. Uh, he celebrates his uh, 72nd birthday today. I would always get a little teary when
5: they called him Bruce Banner. Yeah. Uh, uh, Would be, no, they called him David Banner. David Banner. That was a little too effeminate. So they had him as David Banner walking away at the end of those Hulk episodes.
6: It's like that poor bastard, man. And and that music, that piano, that is what was played. And Steve, I would also, as a kid, get a little misty. I mean, poor Bill Bixby. I know, I know. He was, nobody understood. He was trying to do the right thing. And uh, he was (laughs) that one guy. uh, Oh, that prick. The reporter. Yeah. You wouldn't like me, man. Angry. Yeah, Mr. Oh, now I need to know his name. I need to know that uh, the the because he says it in the in the in the the credits is he in, in like every episode? He, he was. He's the guy trying to to track him down, hot on his heels all yeah, the time.
5: Man. And there were a few yeah. episodes where he had he had encounters. In fact, a number of episodes where he had encounters with the
6: Hulk. Uh, you know, but uh, yeah, the show was good, Mr. McGee.
10: Jack hey, Mr. McGee. Mr. McGee.
8: Uh, okay, Thank you, Nick. that
6: guy? Jack What's Colvin. Uh, Jack Colvin. Yeah.
5: Uh, okay, the guy looked so, like a, like a five pack a day smoker.
6: Yeah, it's <laughs> one said, of those dudes. In the, in the beginning of the show, he would say, "Don't make me angry, Mister McGee." Yeah. you wouldn't like me when <laughs> I'm angry.
11: I'll tell you what, and I loved it when that show when I was a kid. But every time he turned into the Hulk, it scared the actors. You should to leave the room. Yeah, it I was the
10: room. eyes.
13: Yeah. Right?
11: He look, look up, up, up and he had those yeah. green eyes, uh-huh. and I'm like, I gotta go. Yep.
5: <laughs> the best is are his. Uh, they, so there were a bunch of Italian movies. Um, uh, Dino Di Laurentiis's company made with him as Hercules, and the voice they for
6: Lou Ferrigno. I've, I've got to go outside. It's terrible. Yeah, it's Apollo, a, it's a, you must help me. It's an announcer. Oh, yeah. Uh, totally. I know what you're talking about. We'll be back after this. Yeah. Uh, so, Lou Ferrigno is uh, 72 years old today. A former drummer of REO Speedwagon. Here's my song. Alan Gradzer turns uh, 75 years old today. I went and uh, I watched a... Uh, 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 an amateur documentary about uh, Gary Richrath, uh, the guitarist for Oreo um, Speedwagon, recently because I just it popped up in my algorithm or whatever. Yeah, I, yeah. I think Gary Richrath is one of the great underrated guitarists. I think he's actually he passed away, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, he had a really bad alcohol problem. Oh, and, Jesus, and I he didn't got, know that. Yeah, and in his later years, like he was he was like a three hundred pounder. He was he looked you, you wouldn't even recognize. Well, you him. listen to the the solo in this song; it's fantastic. It's amazing. It's excellent. And Alan Gratzer, great drummer as well. So 75th birthday today, Alan Gratzer. Uh, then from the band Blue Oyster Cult, the original bassist, Joe Bouchard celebrates his birthday today. And he, like uh, Alan Gratzer, turns 75 on this very day. It will always be one of the great songs. Yeah, most definitely. Happy seventy-fifth to him. Uh also That was burning for you. Oh. Oh, love this song too. Great song. Yeah. Uh Eric Dane, the actor, uh Grey's Anatomy. Yep. And a uh, variety of other things. He's in a re- if you like dystopian, you know, sort
5: of uh dramas, yeah. uh The Last Ship he yeah. was in, he played the captain. I remember you watching uh, that. Yeah. And telling it, me about it. It's really good. Mm. Um and and in fact it wraps up properly. It's
6: about five seasons. I'm Okay, really well done, Nick. Was he? scroll down, and look at his credits. Was he and Marley and me? Because I was watching that yesterday, and I think he might play the reporter that uh, the main character, uh, Owen Wilson's character, yeah, yeah so as, she, is yeah, uh, yeah. jealous of that movie. <laughs> oh, it killed me yesterday killed movie, because I, I watched like the last yeah. quarter of it, which is uh, that's you know, it. Spoiler alert: yeah. the dog um, dies yes. when uh,
5: he goes out on the walk with the dog. You know, yeah, and and, yeah. and or just the. I, Uh, Forget it. Move
6: on. Uh, Eric Dane is uh, 51 today. Uh, Two for Vanessa Lachey and Nick Lachey. Yeah, they both celebrate a birthday today. She's 43 and he is 50 years old. I like them both. Big birthday for Nick Lachey, yeah.
5: He was making a big push to become a uh, uh, pot. Entrepreneur but.
6: and they host one of these uh, reality yeah. breakdown shows together, right? Something like that. Yeah, uh, uh, I, f- I forgot which one it is. It's the Attack of the Beautiful People. Yeah, right. Right. yeah. Attack of right. the right. Beautiful yeah. People
5: yeah. program. So she was in the, one of the Fantastic Four movies, was she? Yeah, I mean All she right. was the love interest of um, Chris, uh, was it Chris Evans? Yeah,
11: yeah.
6: Wait, no, not Chris. Yeah, because he played yeah, yeah, you Yeah. Uh, so uh, she and he are celebrating the birthday. How was that today.
11: guy? Is Johnny Storm or something crap? yeah yeah, okay. I
6: think you're correct <laughs> something crap, <laughs> something crap this is Johnny something crap,
5: yeah. mm. and you got saddled with a bad name. uh, it's Nikki Blonsky's birthday today. Ah.
11: Uh, yeah, I don't know what she i the last I saw her she was like working at a shoe store. yeah, she was the lead in
6: uh, the musical hairspray, and uh, great. Did did wonderful and her career
11: didn't really take no. off after that. I thought she, was... she has
5: been researching a role for the past seven years yeah. at a payless shoe store. Is oh, that no. right?
11: We're the right. Al Bundy story, maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I always thought. She, I mean, listen, she's a talented singer, but yeah. I also thought she was really cute. Yeah, she yeah. is.
6: Uh, she turns uh, thirty five today. Ryan Murphy, writer, director, producer of shows like Glee, Scream Queens, Nip Tuck, 911 and uh, a bunch of other shows. So he did a great. Uh, show. It's a limited series uh, that was uh,
5: Betty Davis versus Joan Crawford during the making of Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Yeah. that That is an
6: awesome show. Wow. So uh, he is celebrating his 58th birthday today and the last birthday of friend of the radio station, Mr. Chris Jericho. Oh, nice. Lead singer of Fozzie and of course uh, WWE star. One of the nicest guys you want to meet.
5: We were talking to uh, Arthur Clown yesterday. You know, Chris Jericho appears in Terrifier.
6: In oh, yeah. okay. Uh he's awesome. Uh he's a he's a renaissance man. He's involved in uh, sports entertainment and music and all kinds of stuff. And he turns uh, fifty three years old today.
7: You know what has ruined the word or name Jericho for me? Mm-mm. Uh servant. Oh, the,
10: baby. oh the baby's, baby's name Jericho. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Anytime I
7: hear it, that's Where's all I think. Jericho. I think that and then my second thought is the uh splinters, the giant splinters in the guy's oh, mouth. No. Yeah.
6: Oh my yeah. god. But they they, they say Jericho too often yes. in the show. Yes. And every and single time. Especially her. Exactly. With mother, shut
10: up. Yeah. <laughs>
6: but I love the show. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to the stupid question. What is uh, What was Starburst's original name? 215263 WMMR. We will go to Danielle to see if we can get an answer. Hi there, Danielle. Hi. All right, Danielle, what did they originally call Starburst.
9: Opal fruit.
6: A terrible name.
3: (laughs) Opal fruit. Opal fruit.
9: Hang
6: on, Danielle. I'm going to give you a four-pack of tickets to the Star Wars game, Saturday, November 18th. 1 o'clock, Flyers taking on the Vegas Golden Knights. You can get your tickets at philadelphiaflyers.com. Alright, we got stories, folks. We're going to start with this. Number one, the longest actor strike in history is finally coming to an end. SAG-AFTRA reached a tentative agreement with studios on Wednesday after 118 days on strike. Fran Drescher wrote on Instagram, we did it. The billion-plus-dollar deal, three times last uh, the last contract. New ground was broke everywhere. Thank you, SAG-AFTRA members, for hanging in and holding out for this historic deal.
5: So I was reading somebody assessing this, uh, Preston, and the past year, year and a half for Hollywood, coming out of COVID and then going into this. Yeah. And they're saying the industry will shift, has shifted completely and there will be no way back to what it was before. It doesn't mean it won't morph into something that's viable or good, yeah. but this is, they, they say, the biggest shift in the movie industry
11: ever. So, do you, any of you guys watch Morning Show? I know Nick, you watch I watched do. the yeah. first season. Uh, Alright, so, the very first episode of this last season, uh, Billy Crudup's character it says something that, like, it kind of, like, shook me and startled me, but he's talking about the news and where everything's headed and he's like, like, you know, essentially in five years, we're all going to be, like, immersed in what we're, what we're, is an entertaining us, right? So, like, we're going to be in that universe. So, like, whatever you think, it, you know, you, you know now. But, like, virtual reality? Virtual reality. Okay. <laughs> oh, Okay. And it's just, I think it's going to, because right now what's hurting us is... is he was like, Dr. Manhattan, so I trust him. Yeah, yeah but um, no, it's, it's cumbersome, right? Like, yeah, there's yeah. giant like goggles and stuff like that. So once they figure out how to, like, make it a little bit more comfortable oh. and not sweaty and all Oh, yeah, all that oh, stuff, we're, we're getting there. Yeah, oh, we are yeah. getting Absolutely.
6: there. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, the union's negotiating committee voted unanimously to approve the tentative deal, which will go before the SAG-AFTRA National Board on Friday, tomorrow. Uh, following this, union members will have to ratify the agreement, which could take a few. Weeks. Uh, still, the strike is set to officially end uh, today. This is great news because I am up
5: for
8: a number of major movie roles, mm. and it's been stalled for a while. <laughs> Steve, I saw uh, a post yesterday from Ryan Airy uh, from Screen Crush, and he said, "And uh, just wait to see how many news outlets and uh, talk shows that the cast of uh, the Marvels are going to be on. <laughs> They've because- got to cover oh, ground. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they have to cover so much ground, and they have a movie that's coming out tomorrow. And and uh, you know, they haven't been able to promote any of these movies for a long time."
6: Yeah, and, uh, that bodes well for us because, uh, more, we can have more guests on. Yes. now. We've, we've had a, uh, a lot of people haven't been able to come on to talk about their projects, and, uh, so we haven't had a chance to chat with them. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be nice. Uh, Succession fans were shocked last Tuesday when one of the show stars, Alan Ruck, crashed his electric pickup truck into the side of a pizzeria in Hollywood. Uh, he previously expressed his relief that no one was killed, reportedly claimed at the scene that he didn't know. <laughs> what caused him to crash into Ruffalo's Pizza. And now it seems that police investigating the crash think there's something to his claims. Detectives are considering the possibility that uh, Ruck's Rivian R1 truck may have had high-tech features that the 67-year-old actor wasn't familiar with. Although it's a theory at the moment, law enforcement is considering whether the truck's various driving modes, some of which allow it to accelerate incredibly fast, may have contributed to the crash. I don't doubt this for a second yep. so I'm good with tech and I you
5: know I, I I'm I, I can adapt to things pretty quickly mm-hmm. but even from the uh, I have a car that right now a new car that's a just a couple years more recent than the last car that I had. And the amount of stuff that you sit there and you go, What the hell does that do? Right.
11: Imagine yeah, um, just shifting so, any yeah. gears like right, right, right. they're buttons now. What the hell is
5: that thing? Yeah. So yeah. There, there are two things that pop up on my dashboard, and I'm good. I'm really good with this stuff, <laughs> Nick. And uh, it does like a 20 second countdown. Yeah. And,
8: but at, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Steve. I don't know if you guys have seen it. There is video footage of him like crossing the street uh, in the truck and like he's weaving in and out of traffic and then he just plows right into the side of this pizzeria. No, I didn't see that. Yeah. So, Steve, here, here it's up on the screen in the in the studio, okay. and um, it, like he is, he has zero control of what's happening with his vehicle. Wow. And he ends up just plowing right on the side of it. So much so that people initially thought maybe he was drunk, but I guess he didn't have any of those. Uh, uh, there were no symptoms. Well, yeah. this
6: this video we're looking at—I don't know which one is his because he runs into a. Oh, that's Bottom him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yes, he knows. runs into yeah. a pizzeria. Uh, so, responding officers uh, bought the claims, and instead, they think that the newness and potential confusing features of the brand new truck may have contributed to the incident. The uh, truck likely had three different all-wheel drive systems that it could switch <laughs> among. So, you have dual motor performance, dual motor, and quad motor. Uh, the performance dual motor and quad motor settings offer fast acceleration, and drivers using the quad motor system can go from zero to 60. In three seconds Whoa. yeah, That's yeah. fast Electric vehicles are also known to accelerate faster Than traditional combustion engine vehicles In general uh, So far there's no indication that any part of the truck malfunctioned before the crash It's not known if Ruck had the self-driving mode installed on his truck Or if it was engaged if so But they think maybe that might, There might be something to was that Was his sailboat signal on Preston? I don't know, Kathy yeah. yeah. I mean, you know the sailboat better than anybody yeah.
7: That was years ago That is the oil light, Steve It's the
6: oil light <laughs> Uh, so, Good Burger actor Kel Mitchell was reportedly rushed to an emergency room in Los Angeles on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Witness told TMZ that he was conscious and alert upon arrival. The Keenan and Kel actor's illness is not yet known, but he was still receiving treatment as of Wednesday.
5: They're making a new movie.
6: Yeah, TMZ reached out to his representatives but received no comment. Uh, his social media pages are still active, but the post features promotional material for the Good Burger sequel and an upcoming appearance on Celebrity Square. So, we're not really sure what's going on with him if we find out we'll let you know Uh, according to page six jennifer aniston is having an especially hard time handling the loss of matthew Mm -hmm. perry uh this follows her father john aniston's death last year Uh, a source told the outlet out of the remaining five jen and courtney are reeling the most and jen is probably the one who is struggling most acutely it's a second massive loss in less than a year with the one-year anniversary of her dad's death just around the corner. she still hasn't fully regained her footing from that and now this has completely knocked her off her feet.
7: Nick and I were just talking about her um the other day and side note to to what you're talking about but that uh, and Casey brought up the morning show how good she is on that show. It's a different role for her and she really is good at it.
8: Yeah, she plays an anchor uh, named Alex Levy and uh, I was telling Kathy this and I like I was watching the show and I was like man, I wouldn't want to mess with Alex Levy and then I realized oh Alex Levy really, that's not a real person. Right. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's just yeah, a character. Yeah. Uh, but she, yeah, she's, it's a very different character than Rachel and Friends and some of the other stuff that she's done that's been light. And uh, yeah. it's a terrific show. I'm a huge fan of it. She's solid. Well, it appears the rumors are
6: true about Jennifer Hudson and Common. And the pair who have been rumored to be dating since
10: 2022
6: were spotted holding hands uh-huh. on Saturday as they arrived at Joe's Pub in New York City. And this news comes after the Dreamgirls actor told Gail King on CBS Mornings that she's very happy in her current relationship. So. Maybe I think they'd make a nice couple. Ah, uh, they look like a lovely couple. They're see a lovely couple. See if they go together. The pipes on that chick. Oh, she's unbelievable. She can blow the walls out. Yep. Uh let's see. Lori Harvey, so we hear of that couple and we now have Lori Harvey and uh Demson Idris. They have confirmed they are going their separate ways. No. The hell are those no. People? That's uh, Steve Harvey's daughter, right? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Used yes. to be with um Oh, hell? I know. Yeah. There was somebody. Somebody who was famous. And, I, the, and that's why I'm reporting Probably lived on this. in Wakanda. Uh, I do not know. Uh, so they have been uh, dating for more than a year. The pair shared a joint statement of the Hollywood Reporter on Tuesday. Uh, we are at a point in our lives where our individual paths require our full attention and dedication. I saw an interview with
5: Steve Harvey's mustache yesterday, Okay. and uh, it was distraught. Let's I mean, just say that.
11: And so they they were just dating, and they had to do release a statement. Listen to the news is light. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Uh, we part
6: ways, remaining friends, and nothing but. Love and respect for each other, I and hate the her. time I we share together. So and I hate her with I all hate my hate her. I, hate her <laughs> I hate her. Father's fat face. She has no soul. I hate, I hate
10: you. I hate you more than anything
4: <laughs> in this damn world. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Uh, Andy Cohen is hoping that CNN will allow him to consume alcohol again this year on New Year's Andy! Eve. All
5: right. If CNN is smart, they should let them do that because yeah. they, they are looking for a ratings win somewhere and people love when those two get trashed on New Year's
6: Eve. He said, hopefully I will not be sneaking it. Uh, he told E! News recently, I haven't heard anything yet, but come on, they need to let us drink. It's New Year's Eve. Yeah. Uh, he jokingly added, give the daddy some juice, referring to himself and his co-host Anderson Cooper. And this comes after Cohen called Ryan Seacrest and his production team a, quote, bunch of losers <laughs> on air while ringing in 2022. And was, he was beating up on uh, Journey, too, if yeah. I remember correctly, the,
8: the uh, Parnell, the lead singer. Yeah. If it makes uh, uh, Arnell, I'm sorry. If it makes Anderson Cooper giggle, I'm all in. Because yeah. the way that that guy laughs makes me happy.
6: Uh, so he later issued a public apology for the remarks that he made, as saying, "I really regret saying that, and uh, I was just <laughs> stupid and drunk and <laughs> feeling it." So, but he wants to do it again. So we'll see if they end up letting him.
10: And the
5: last place I would want to be on New Year's Eve is Times Square. Hell yeah! Uh, oh my mm, God, I think bad. I
6: I would need heroin. Now, if you had a cushy little, you know, stage yeah. and, and your own area like these guys do and you're broadcasting yeah. live, it might be a tad yeah. bit different. Uh, AP News reports that the theme for next year's Met Gala. Yeah? is Sleeping Beauty's Reawakening Fashion. Ooh. So that's the theme, Sleeping Beauty's Reawakening Fashion. Uh, the theme is inspired by the forthcoming exhibition at the Metropolitan Museum of Art, which will feature 250 pieces from the Costume Institute's permanent collection.
5: That's Well, that
6: wasn't last year. It was last year the
5: famous Kim Kardashian, Marilyn Monroe...
6: Was that last year? It, yeah, was, yeah, it yeah. was not that long ago, definitely. And then she got in trouble because she, she screwed it up. Yeah, the dress got messed up. You uh, ruined the it. The star studded event big ass. is uh, set to take place on May 6th of next year. That to me uh,
5: exemplifies the height of pomposity. Oh, yeah. The Met Gala.
6: Agreed. Two new trailers have come out yesterday. Paramount dropped the official trailer for Mean Girls, the musical remake. Uh, people, is, is it the musical? It's the musical. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, People reports that uh, the creator uh, Tina Fey will be reprising a role as Miss Norbury from the original uh, 2004 film, alongside Tim Meadows as Prince Duvall, or Principal Duvall. Uh New cast members include Jenna Fisher, John Hamm, Busy Phillips, Renee Rapp, uh, Angry Rice, uh, Alieu Carvalho, and uh, Jaquel Spivey or Spivey. I'm not sure how to pronounce the last name. Uh, the movie will hit theaters on January 12th saw the trailer yeah um we'll see i i didn't catch any of the songs though they didn't, I didn't re- reveal ex- any of there's
5: them. very limited there's okay. very, there's, a,
6: there's a couple of them uh there, so they're
5: not jamming the thing full of songs but, uh, but i think amazing. john hamm is the gym teacher looks like a winner it looks fun uh, and, and tina Fey obviously was uh, you know wrote the book as they say so uh, and they've updated it for current social media stuff. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, it looks good.
6: Yeah. so I but, hope it's good. But I would think as a musical, you'd have lots of songs. I know. You know I know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, also out, uh, Ghostbusters. Uh, they are, it's called uh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Uh, it looks good. So, this, um, this is the uh, the Jason Reitman, um, uh, I didn't even
5: notice, I assume he's directing this one. Uh, he posted the the trailer yeah, yesterday, yeah. so. So, uh, I like that, the, the first one, did you see the first I one? Did not, no. So, it, they really did, a, it had a very Stranger Things, in fact, so uh, a Finn. Um, Finn Wolfhard, yeah, Wolfhard he's in, is it, in yeah. it. So, that's why, but it had a good feel, a good vibe to it, so I'm. I'm liking what I'm seeing here.
6: Uh, So, yeah, they're returning to New York City for the franchise's latest film. Uh, They released the trailer yesterday, and it shows Paul Rudd and the gang from Ghostbusters Afterlife fighting a ghost called the Death Chill. Uh, the new villain covers the city in ice in the middle of summer. And uh, Pat Oswalt says in the trailer, uh, for the first time in New York City's history, people froze to death in the middle of July. It'll debut in theaters on March 29th, by the way. So we'll see. Yep. And then one last story. Uh, in a recent interview with GQ, Jeremy Allen White uh, from The Bear and uh, also um shameless uh explained how he lost the option of starring in what he called a marvely movie uh, so a, uh, superhero right. type of movie. He said, uh, I had a meeting for a kind of Marvelly movie and I had an attitude and I think I played it all wrong. He <laughs> recalled telling the executives, tell me about why I should do your movie. And he said, this did not go over well. And he said, they were like, F you. And I was like, right on. So I think he's, uh, I think he's gone through some ego issues quite possibly I think right now they would really like to have him in anything sure absolutely uh, he's going to be in that uh, that movie about the, the Von Erich uh, wrestling fan. Yeah. Uh, have you seen, down the road. Have you
5: seen, that they've gone back to making a big deal about Zach Efron's look, you know, because he shattered his jaw. The guy, and the thing is, the guy still looks amazing. Oh, my God, he looks incredible. He looks amazing. He just has a more fuller jawline. But you'd think he yeah. looked like, uh, you know, well, well I don't want to say Gary Lauer, but he looked like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, or me, for Christ's
6: sake. You yeah, know? no, I know what you're saying. No, all right. Uh, I have... should only look that good. Ready for clips? Lawman Bass Reeves tells the untold story of the first black U.S. Marshal Bass Reeves. And here, director Damian Mercano discusses the challenges of filming this series. The state of Texas being at the top of the list, it's weather conditions. <laughs> yeah, it decided what we would
1: do, when we would do it. So, you know, it took me... I think five and a half months to complete three of these episodes. And uh, yeah, you know, it, it was just truly art. It
6: isn't the kind of thing that you can go in and say, why aren't the stage lights working?
8: Yeah!
6: Uh Lumb and Bass Reeves is streaming now on Paramount Plus Prime. I've watched uh, the first two uh, episodes with David's release. It's really good. Is so, it good? Yeah, there's um uh Dennis Quaid, Barry Pepper, um, Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland's in it. So they've got some star power yeah. I and mean, it's uh, it's a you know, it's a period piece. It's it's really cool. So and I like him as an actor. Yeah. All right, next clip. The Marvels. Captain Marvel's duties send her to an anomalous wormhole linked to a Cree revolutionary where her powers become entangled with Ms. Marvel and her estranged niece. And in this clip, director Nia DaCosta talks about test screening and applying notes for from executives.
11: Literally, as you get every kind of note you could possibly think about, like you could get literally someone said, I don't like that tank top. What am I going to do about that? Literally nothing. So <laughs> I think it's really like... and I. I think about this when I give notes. Am I giving a note because I'm asking them or wanting them to do it the way I would have done it, or or am I giving a note that is improving what they actually wanted to do?
6: Did you shut up. Uh, the Marvels is out in theaters now. I thought it opened tomorrow. Mm, uh, usually events.
11: comes in Thursday night, Thursday before. There was a yep. screening on uh, Tuesday. I elected to not go see that because I feel like I need Loki comes out today. I think the final episode of this season, Fair. and I think they dovetail together, so I have yep. to wait. So you, to so you to you want to finish this. Loki before you go. See this? Yeah, okay. it's Come got on. a sixty percent on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Um, the Marvels do? Yeah,
6: I'm hearing some. I'm hearing okay things about. Okay, it. Yeah. and that's yeah.
11: kind of. That's
6: kind of the last few Marvel movies. I haven't been, been like, wow,
11: horrible, and I haven't been like, wow, that's great. It's been like, man. This thing's I'm, blah, a, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. I'm easier to please than I than most, I think, when
8: it comes to this stuff. Me so, too. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have the composer on tomorrow. We had her on before, and uh, Laura Cartman is her name. She's a really? Friend, yeah, yeah, friends with the, the Giacchino family. and um, So Maria and Michael Giacchino are very close with Laura, and Laura's going to be Zooming with us tomorrow to talk specifically about the Marvels movie, because she okay. did Captain Marvel and uh, the score for this one.
6: That's nice. All right, and that is the last story in the Entertainment Report. Uh, Let's go ahead and take a break. Come back in a moment. Our buddy Joe DeRosa, who's going to be performing at the TLA on Saturday night, will be checking in with us later this morning. Uh, Gino's is stopping by. Meet me, courtesy of our friends at Live Casino Hotel in Philadelphia. We have giveaways with that and some more stuff coming up. We'll be right back.
14: What is Camp
2: Out
14: for hunger? Where do I park? What hours can I come by? Hey, are the condo rides free. Can I donate online?
2: You've got questions. We've got all the answers. WMMR.com slash campout for everything you want to know and more. Kathy had a story
6: in uh, the news earlier about a uh, woman who uh, has a business. And some people came in. They were dressed as uh, Pico employees. And they managed to scam her out of like $3,500 or something like
7: that. Yeah, they stood outside and then uh, inside received a, a, one- a, a phone call. Call from a one eight hundred number, and they were, I guess, working together. Seemed yeah. yeah, yeah. to be right, yeah. And they said you needed to pay your your Pico bill. The, yeah, they were the disconnection team outside, oh, and yeah. that you needed to pay your Pico bill, or else they were going to turn it off. And so she ended up paying. God. And uh, and how did lost. they ha- how did they ask that she pay? Well, it, she went to the. They said they needed to, she needed to pay on the Pico kiosk, and so she went to the site, whatever it was, and it was a Bitcoin site. And she called mm. back, and they said, No, no, we you can pay through Bitcoin. And she did, and that was it.
6: Yeah. Uh, so lost so money. Full on and scam, and, and that, that led us to a, a short conversation about uh, the, the amount of times the amount of times you in a week, yeah, are approached with with some type of blatant scam, and I think other than other than you know we we see these videos of people going in and and, and shoplifting on mass and stuff like this. I think this is the most visibly blatant crime yeah. that is taking place regularly. It's so clear to most of us that this is you're 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 a thief. Care to give you're, a- you're being a thief right now? Absolutely. You know what I mean.
5: Want to give a guesstimate on, on as to how many times a week you think someone is approaching you online or texting you with
6: a scam uh, via text and the phone calls too the phone calls. At, at home because we still have a landline yeah. so so I get to, we get calls on the daily so I would say Steve probably. I'm going to say maybe eight or nine times a week. Yeah, There's something yeah. that I'm going, nope, scam. You yeah. know what I mean? And just kind of flip it. Uh, email it doesn't happen as much anymore, uh, to me personally, but it's, it's text, it's phone calls, uh, yeah, that I mainly have, and then Casey had an incident yeah, the other day, and and I'll let you just tell this story, because it led to you uh, being a little bit embarrassed about how you act, and I don't think you need to be.
11: But,
10: yeah,
6: because
11: and, 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 it wasn't a scam, but, uh, and you know, like with what we do for work, um, sometimes I have to answer phone numbers that I i Am not familiar, right? <coughs> on this on the bre- off chance, on the off chance, and so I had gotten a phone call from. Uh, it looked like, oh yeah, yeah, from Pittston, PA, right? Okay, uh, area code five seven zero. wasn't um, Wasn't expecting a phone call from this number. Didn't know the number, but you know, just a little backstory here. On Monday, my daughter broke her finger. And I was going back and forth with insurance companies and doctors' offices, and they were supposed to... By the way, they still haven't called me back to get her casted (laughs) up, okay? Okay, Premier? Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, so nobody called me. Uh, so I was waiting for a call back from either insurance and or a doctor's office to get her in there to get her hand casted up because right. it is straight up broken. So I'm literally on the toilet pooping, Yeah, Kathy, because uh, cool. she wanted we to know that, that detail. Yeah, we needed that And she, you I get, pulled your poop knife out of its sheath. I get this phone call. Uh, I reluctantly answer. And now when I get a phone call and I answer it from a number I don't know, I kind of wait a little bit. I hit the answer button, and then I give it a beat, you know, like one, two, three. And then um, I just hear somebody go, is this this Casey? I go, who's this? He goes, is this Casey? And then I just take attitude. I go, I'm asking you who this is, right? Because I'm like, you called me. Now... Kathy, I talked to you about this off the of air. There needs to be a protocol. When you are calling a phone number that you've never called before, don't ask who you're if this, who it, 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 it also, is. I, it, like,
7: it, can I speak to Casey please? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, that's, I don't yes. hi. hi,
11: hi, this is Joe Smith and I'm calling on behalf, and by the way, it was the publicist for the uh, Shakes the Clown guy. What's that guy's name? <laughs> <laughs> terrifying. Our, yeah, yeah, Art shakes clown. the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> <shakes> the clown. <laughs> <laughs> Bobcat Goldthwaite. Yeah, so it was yeah, uh, 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 for Art the Clown. We had him for, on as yeah, a guest David, yesterday yeah. and it was is it was his publicist, and he just kept saying, "Is uh, is this Casey?" And I'm like, "Who is this? Can you please identify why, like, why yourself?" Why is he doing that? Because so because of these scams, I do not want to say yes. This is Casey. Yeah, I don't know if they're recording yeah. my voice, so right. you got to say hi. This is Joe Smith. I'm uh, calling on behalf of Shakes the Clown. Is this Casey? <laughs> right.
5: So in his case, he's calling because we've we've sort of done a, a circuitous thing, and yeah, and Dave from Monster Mania helped. Uh, Thank you, uh, Dave. Dave, this up, and very good, and, the, and it all worked out great. And you you. Apologize apologize to the guy, uh, but but, yeah, there you get so besieged by these kind of calls, and it is a tactic when someone says that that they are they can record your voice and will use it. To do all sorts of nefarious
11: things, and I'm like, listen, I don't know if it's true or not, but like, I'm I'm a little bit leery. So if somebody asking, shakes me, on, if somebody is asking me a question where I have to voice the word yes, exactly, I'm yeah. not going to do that. I, I yeah. avoid yeah.
6: the word yes altogether yeah, uh, it's because like, I've heard in the past that they can use that as a uh, they they can record that and say you confirmed by saying the word yes to whatever it is yep. they're offering up. Uh, however, they they've edited it or I don't know what, but uh, I try to avo- avoid the word yes, and
11: because of that. Uh, I, I use one of two tatic, tactics, and I and I employ, employ people to do the same thing. If you're calling somebody that you've never called before, maybe send them a text first to say, "Hey, this is Casey. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a call real quick to talk to you about this." Right, and then then you can do that. Or when somebody answers the phone, you identify who you are and what you're doing. I,
5: I mean, that's just so stand, standard it? protocol. Hi, this is Steve. Or, or the, you, know, I'll, you don't I'll, call I'll, somebody, I'll, go hi. Who's hi, this? This is Steve from the President Steve Show. Um,
6: I, blah blah blah. I I don't say i don't call and say hi who's this i'm i may do what he said if i'm yeah. calling a number i i will say hi is this casey yeah i i, I will do that if it's someone i've never called before because yeah. that's the person i'm trying to contact right yeah. now i can understand if they if they go who's this and i would say oh uh hi i'm i'm preston i'm, yeah. I'm calling i'm trying to reach casey just yeah. in case there's some confusion i think my
11: first who's this was pretty pleasant i was like yeah who's this yeah or yeah or who's calling yeah yeah, yeah.
7: is this is this casey i like okay so what you're saying casey that's um i think that would be ideal most people are not going to do that but for me i just think it's i, I said it a little bit ago i just think it's simple can i please speak to casey like it's just a simple nice greeting and then you're you're not gonna go, you know what i mean you're not gonna get into that argument yeah
5: it's yeah. funny because years ago, yeah. and I remember this clearly in elementary school, we would have, they brought in, president at the time, landline, a, a closed landline, you know, one phone to the other. And they had um, somebody, uh, one of the students sit in the class and the other student went outside into the hallway and sat down and they taught you how to conduct mm. phone protocol. Phone etiquette. Right, yeah. phone etiquette. Yeah. Uh, and in this day and age, though, uh, where you, you, you know, yes, you do have to be so aware because uh-huh. you get bombarded with this stuff
11: all the time. How did it end up working out? Um, I apologize up and down. Th- once we uh, yeah. figured out who who, uh, who he was <laughs> and what was going on, and I and I actually gave him like a the, the Cliffs note version of what was going on. You yeah. know, I said, "Hey, listen, yeah, I'm really, really sorry, but like I didn't know who you were. I'm waiting for a phone call from you know doctor's office. My daughter broke her finger. I'm taking a dump right now. I didn't say yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's so and then I don't think he really. Um, I don't think he cared. I think he was still a little honked <laughs> off. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah.
6: Uh, Nick, I think we should uh, uh, we should uh, uh, just use the... Uh, you and I like the line from uh, Boys in the Hood and just answer the phone by going, Who dis? Who dis? Who
8: dis? Who dis? Who dis? Yeah. Dre, this is your mother. <laughs> um... <laughs> When introducing yourself to somebody that you haven't contacted before, if you've not emailed them, uh, do you guys text first? Because I, I think at this point I kind of do. Yeah, like, yeah, that's not always. Not always. Yeah. Not yeah. Always. yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't. Yeah. You I, don't. I call first. Sometimes I do. And then if
7: they don't answer. Sometimes I will follow with the text and just say, "This is who I am." When you get a but chance, may a I
8: enroll you in the Jam of the Month Club, <laughs> Kathy? You never leave voicemails, right?
7: Uh, I wouldn't leave. Mm, yeah, no, rarely, no. I-, t- I would hang up and send the text as opposed to my missed to call leaving is a voicemail. A
8: voicemail. <laughs> yeah, but see, that's. I think the missed call is a voicemail. Is a, if someone
7: knows you? Yeah,
8: there, right, yeah. there's if a you gap don't there. have If it's, no, an, no, no, if yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. new number. And they don't leave a voicemail. I'm not going to call that person back.
5: So Nick, let me bring this up. And this is something that's happening quite a lot. Someone will call. I'll see it happen. I'll see them calling on the cell phone, even during the show. Mm -hmm. And you know, I have it on on the mute or whatever, and it goes it goes to voicemail. I know they've called, and I know that they have left a voicemail. That
6: voicemail will not appear.
5: Yes, for, for like, like hours, hours later. Yeah, uh-huh. like the next day. hours yeah.
7: later.
6: Yeah, days later. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Why does it do that? I don't know. Same thing. I, I think. It's annoying. It's, uh, I'm I'm actually happy to hear that I'm not alone. Yes. No. That you guys are having the
8: same problem. Yes. And
3: it sucks.
8: Yeah. My voicemail uh, box is perpetually full, and I know that it bothers some people. I just like text me. I'll call you back, or if <laughs> I saw that you call, I'll call you but Like it, it. So what? Yeah. The, my voice, <laughs> like, who cares? Why don't you we... clean it out, though? Uh, because there are like. Uh, messages in there from Ben when he was 5. Oh, so you're that are, saving. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And right. I, listen, I probably should just dump them down and uh you know, store the MP3s or whatever, but I just Nick like Zeddy, have city. Where are you? Uh, <laughs> you missed that. there <laughs> are there, there are a couple of famous people on there, Steve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is I'm there like, yeah, really?
5: yeah. Yeah, When are you and Will coming back to a show? <laughs>
10: <laughs> there was
11: a couple of years ago when my uh I was picking my son up at soccer practice and one of his teammates was left behind. His uh his parents got mixed up. Mom thought dad was getting him, dad thought mom was getting him, and he was there. And I was going to give him a ride home, but I didn't want to give him a ride home Without telling his parents, just in case his parents showed up and they're like, right. "Where's this kid?" And so nobody was answering the phone. Nobody, because nobody answers the phone from a number they don't know. Yeah. And uh, and the problem was it was their home phone, and so I couldn't text them to right. say, "Hey, this right. is you know me. Please answer. I have your kid. <laughs> I,
7: have a, I want one million dollars in crypto."
6: <laughs>
11: I I play
6: roulette every now and then, Russian roulette with the numbers I don't recognize, just for the hell you of it. You will answer? Yeah, why not? You know and. and Nine times out of ten, there's a, you'll say hello, and then there's a three-second pause. You hear this? Yeah, you're hearing like data entry going on yeah, in the background. Right. Yeah, 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 something. There's a, there's a pause and then they, then they check in and then after two seconds I know and I just hang up yeah. on them. I don't even respond. I just hang up on them. Uh-huh. But every now and then there have been a couple of them where like I didn't recognize the number. like, oh, I'm glad I answered this. Likewise. Yeah. Especially if you know, as with you, Casey, uh-huh. you were waiting for a call. So you're like, I, I, I should
5: take this. Even if I have to do that, that song and dance, I'm going to take this because I'm waiting for a call.
6: Yeah. yeah. Alright, let me get some, uh, speaking of calls, uh, let me go to a few coming in. I have Kathy on the line. Hi, Kath. Good morning. Good
14: morning. How are you today?
6: Good. What's up, Kathy?
14: Well, I just got a, a hack out of $399,000. What?
6: $399,000? $399,
14: yes. I had just inherited this money back in July, and the hackers got me in August. <laughs> so, um, I just want to warn anybody that, that has older equipment, like my Computer was five years old. My phone was eight years old, and I am not tech savvy. I'm not. I wasn't then. I am now. But uh, Kathy, they, if and, I if I can interrupt,
6: what? What? How did they scam you? What happened?
14: Well, it, they showed up as a withdrawal out of my investment account and when i called the investment company they said i called in the fraud department and they said they would call me back well who called me back was the hackers it wasn't the fraud department at all oh Oh, no on my phone it showed on my phone that it was an investment company
6: okay so they reached out to you saying that you got You you had an issue. There was a problem, and to contact them, and you it was the scammers that had reached out to you, and that's who you contacted. Dear God! So, do you have any recourse, Kathy? I
14: have talked to the local police, the state police, the FBI. Um, I have talked to three separate lawyers, talked to my bank, and talked to the investment company, and I am screwed. I can't believe I I
11: can't even get a recovery password for the PlayStation network because the security is so tight and like and these people are able to get in and steal
14: $400,000 from you? Yeah, they changed my password, and they changed my, uh, oh my username. <sighs> um, they they tricked me really, really good. Well, oh, but you raise man. a good point,
5: Kathy. That's how good, that's how comprehensive they can get, that they would be that savvy to call back. You, never, and, and obviously this is after the fact, and obviously you, you've you've gotten up to speed on this, but if you, for a nanosecond, don't give any access code information, any personal information, best to just... Take a pause. Call them. You make you initiate the call, and then see if you're dealing with
6: the legitimate yeah, people. What What you've got to do is never ever call a number or a link that yeah. is sent to you. You have to go and find a go separate find, number yeah. online. That see, the problem.
14: Hard. Was I did call the investment company? I called the investment company. They did not call me.
5: Okay, they so did you didn't
14: initiate it. So, There's
5: so from I'm sorry, Kathy. So then how did they, when they called you, when these scammers called you back, they were aware of the fact that you would call the investment company and were in this kind of situation?
14: Yes, and they posed as the, as the investment company.
5: Wow. Wow, that's a whole other level. Well, well, yeah, and
14: then I I understand that once you've been scammed, these scammers will sell your information to other scammers. Yes, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you're an easy mark. Yeah. So I've been uh, attempted to scam uh, a lot since then, but I understand that they will sell your information so that other scammers can get you too.
5: Yeah, well, man, yeah, uh, that is saying, horrible news. Uh, we we hope this in some way can be reversed at some level for you. That's just terrible, Kathy. Yeah,
6: Kathy, keep listening in case somebody calls in that that might be able to help you out. I don't know if that'll happen or not, but just uh, keep listening to this segment, okay?
14: Okay, we'll do. All right, thank, thank you, you guys. I appreciate you it. Wow, you oh rock! Oh, grand.
11: I know, thing. but you know what? I wonder. <laughs> so here, here's some like hope. Uh, if she got this uh, uh, inheritance, did the taxes get taken out yet? Yeah, because if not, maybe the IRS would be like, "Hang on a second, we need some uh, some of our money <laughs> here, and then we'll get do some investigation. <laughs> the likelihood yeah. they're
5: going to go through. They're going to look to launder that money in a way that will shield it from taxes.
6: Uh, Casey, you'd mentioned though, you know how you know you have a problem even retrieving a password from your PlayStation or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are think of the ransomware groups out there. There are people that can that are that are just. Great, yep. great at this. It scares they get me. into it, and mm-hmm. they 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 get into very very secure networks, and then they hold them for ransom for millions of dollars. to happen to my school district. Well, and if you know what? And I I put it this way:
5: yes, they're out there, and if they want to get your stuff, they're going to do it. And if they want to turn focus their attention on getting that, they will. But when you realize that the predominant amount of car thefts are from thieves that go up to see if the car is unlocked. But by a vast margin, and they're unlocked. Mm -hmm. So you realize, at least on a basic. Excuse me. On a basic level, you can take some preventative measures that would, that would at least don't make it easy for them. Right, you know? right. Right. right.
7: Preston, I use um, Facebook Marketplace all the time, and I know that there's a scam around that, but I I never understand it. And when when the messages come in, I see it. I know the 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 scam messages, but I don't know how it works because I never reply to them.
6: All right, we have Barry who got scammed on uh, Facebook Marketplace. So let's go to him. Maybe it ties into what you're talking about. Barry, you're on the air. Good morning.
9: Hi, Grandma. Hi, Grandma. What's up, Barry? Hey, Preston, that was a real tough act to follow on that last call. However, yeah. um, so I was—I don't sell a lot of things on Facebook marketplace. I probably have sold a total of like less than 10 things. So I don't use it that often. However, I was selling something recently on there and got a message saying, I'm very interested in this. Um, however, I'm at work and I can't talk. Can you Can call you me? Can you please uh, send, send me your phone number? So, my husband can call you. Yeah. And it wasn't written in like broken English. It was written normally like how anybody else would, you know. Right. I get the same messages. So, I'm an idiot, obviously. <laughs> um, and I send them my phone number. Uh, mm. And then I get uh, my phone number, like, it's connected also to my Gmail account and stuff like that. Ugh. And I see, I get a notification from Google Voice. Which I don't, I don't use Google Voice. Um, saying that my number was switched, like they took my phone number, my actual phone number, and attached it to their Google Voice account. So this is remember how you were saying earlier um, in the report that the number was spoofed, and that when police tried calling it, um, it was linked to nothing. Right. Yeah. yeah and- Google Voice. And that's how they they sh- the, those numbers show up as normal 215-267 numbers.
5: Okay. Uh, so, so so Barry
9: I, I go through Google, and then there's a whole like system of like reclaiming your number so that this person can't use it to scam other people. Were they able
5: to affect? Were they able to rob or pilfer from you in any way after doing
9: that? So. Me being an idiot, I was i was actually, I did it quick enough. Like, after I sat down and I realized, I'm like, wait, this person hasn't called me. And I got this message from Google. I went right on Google and just searched how to reclaim it. I, it was probably less than, you know, 15 minutes. All right. Well, you and jumped you, right on it.
7: So they just stole your phone number. They didn't get money or whatever from you.
9: Correct. But they were, that's, that's you know, step one. In this whole entire world. right okay. step two is to
5: contact a Nigerian prince. <laughs>
7: <laughs> no, but you have to like because I do use marketplace a lot, and any any time you po- if you post on the actual marketplace and not like your your town's um, you know uh, yard sale site, immediately you get these messages. I mean, I have a ton in my my inbox. You you get them immediately, and they come from also like accounts that like maybe there's one picture right. or they have four friends. Yeah, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's what I always look at. All
9: right. Also look, it, it also tells you um which is pretty interesting how long they've been associated with facebook where yeah. so their account is what five years old discount that when i went back and i looked at it when you know hindsight um yeah. the count was made in 2023 i'm like i'm an idiot hey barry
5: just in general do you use like the the, the two-factor uh, authentication the two uh you know although when they give you the
9: opportunity to do that do you do it I do. However, this was just through my phone number. Okay. So it wasn't like they were actually in my Google, you know, network and my Google accounts. They just they specifically took my phone number.
6: Yeah. And they can they can do a lot of damage with that. So mm-hmm. wow, yeah. Well, all right, thank you Barry. You. Thanks, man. We appreciate you sharing the story. Take care, bud. Wow. So yeah. um, well, yeah, that, that is that that what you were talking about? It's exactly
7: what I'm talking about. Yeah. And they, they come in from weird accounts, and I, I just didn't understand the scam and what right. we were. But I guess they're looking for to get your information and not the product.
6: We're gonna go to Tom next. Hi, Tom. You're on the air. Good morning.
4: You guys rock.
6: Oh! Oh! Love you, man. What's up, bud?
4: Um. Uh, well, my strategy is well first of all my phone barely ever rings <laughs> so if i get a call from unknown number or a number i don't know i'm usually answering the phone hello can i help you okay and they'll say is tom then i'll like well can i ask who's calling they'll say it's jim or bill or whoever and uh is this tom and i'm like well what's this regarding
6: yeah you just never say the word yes Right.
4: I know, yeah, I'm avoiding never saying the word yes. Yep. Um, and then they'll be persistent. They're not identifying themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they want to know who I am. I'm like, well, what's this matter about? And they're like, is this Tom? I'm like, well, I'm not going to confirm or deny whether this is Tom or not. What's this regarding? Yeah. And. Then they'll say this, that, or the other thing, and I'll just be like, "Put me on your do not call list." Yeah, yeah.
5: So what you're doing is you're, you're. you're I mean, by actively putting those steps between you and and them, um, you know that that is a good safety uh, valve, so to speak. So, um, yeah, I mean, we we. What happens is, thanks, Tom. Uh, it happens a lot in the bustle of your your day. You're doing things. You're. Getting calls, Casey, from an insurance company or something or whatever, and you're like, "Oh, okay," and you're thrown off. Yeah, but yeah, you,
6: yeah. If you gotta, yeah. you have to sort of stay on your game. Um, I guess you could say instead of yes, you could say it is. Yeah, and that's avoiding the word yes. If you want to get at that point, right to the if TV. you don't
7: identify yourself, I'm hanging up I on know, you. I'm bye with, bye. Affirmative. Click. Say.
6: <laughs> Affirmative. Me, uh, what really makes me yell is when they purposely go after senior citizens yeah it's yeah, just awful. it's how can you live with yourself how can you live with yourself man
7: i'm not gonna stop thinking about kathy all day like i know four hundred thousand dollar inheritance yeah. that's awful
5: yeah uh and here but, casey just came into four hundred
6: thousand dollars yeah. weird
11: weird timing <laughs> very very I'm weird timing to say yeah. Anything.
6: Yeah. uh there's a lot of interesting calls here i'm gonna go next to andy hi andy you're on the air morning
15: Hey, it's Andy from Germantown. Germantown, Andy!
6: What's up, Andy?
15: Andy! Guten tag. I like to mess with the scammers. I'll, I'll see how long I can keep them on the phone. Um, so I'll just keep talking. My record's 45 minutes. I'll usually pretend I'm an old man, and they'll try and like read me off the URL I have to type into my computer, and I'll, I'll say, oh, it's not working, and they'll read off, and I say, oh, I got one letter wrong. Let me just get back to it. And then I'll try it again, and I'll get a different letter wrong, and I'll keep at it for like minutes on end. They're starting to get frustrated. They pass me off to their quote-unquote supervisor. It could go on for quite well, a while. Andy,
5: <laughs> have, you, have you ever Inadvertently engage someone who had legitimate business with you?
15: No, no. Okay. you can always tell. You know, you get that pause, right? Um, yep. It's usually an accent. There's people talking in the background, right? You
6: know, and and Andy, they'll 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 hang out for a long time trying to. You know, it's not a waste of time for them. It's uh, This yeah, this could potentially be a scam. They
15: think they've got a hook. They think they've got a yeah. hook. Yeah. They can mm-hmm. connive into giving them something. don't mm. stay with it as long as they can. Would
5: wow. you agree? I think the thing to do is just remain as cynical as possible and suspect. Listen, yeah. err on the side of caution yeah. because you hear like a story like Kathy's. You'd never want that to happen. Yeah. Thanks, Andy. You're have to.
6: Yeah. 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 Appreciate they- it, bud. All right. Uh, we got an email uh, from a an investigator uh, who is on the line and deals with this type of Type of stuff regularly, and he's got some scary stuff to tell us. So we're going to go to Craig uh, next. Hi, Craig. Good morning. Good morning to you. Hey, good morning, it buddy. <laughs>
16: All right, <so laughs> who are we speaking with, <laughs> uh, Craig? Yeah, that, but, what you, so what I uh, what I emailed Nick, and and what you guys are talking about is my daily life. Um, people like Kathy, um, and, and I've had cases where it's been, uh, in the millions. Yeah. Um, what's scary is what's coming, not what's here, what's coming. And it's artificial intelligence. Yeah. <clears throat> They're going to be able to replicate a voice that you're familiar with. And now the scammers will have you in their grasp. Talking to who you think is someone when it's not even
5: really someone. All right, Craig. So, so let me ask you this: Are we are we approaching? And I, I, I jokingly say this, but I, I've told people this: Unless you get, you know, something certified. Um, you know, that's the the first step delivered to you. Uh, it, almost let it go as far as it needs to go before you commit to something like this, because you need uh, what is the best way in this day and age with looming AI to make sure that you are dealing with the, the with people who have legitimate business with you? What is your, your, your system of checks
16: on this? So I would I would caution people to, to, to make sure you uh, it, uh, unless you can't face to face. um Communicate with the person. Um, have a system of checks and balances. Uh, work out a, a almost your own way of two factor authentication. Code words. Uh, yeah. It. Code words. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That, th- those are the kind of things. There's a really neat YouTuber who uh, has a channel called Scammer Payback. If you ever get some time to go down the rabbit hole, he actually does what your last caller does. He, he engages them and, um, he goes a step further though he finds out exactly where they're located. he can turn on their uh their um cameras on their on their computers and uh does some really Oh, really wow cool things. So, How
10: quick, does quick, they do
16: that yeah
5: they they can do that yeah.
16: They, they can't. So so he does essentially what a lot of these scammers do once they install their malware on and, and take control of your computer. That's exactly what they're doing. Um, they, they get you to click on that link. Once you do click on the link, the malware gets installed on the computer and then they have control of your, your computer and it and it maintains that control until you Professionally get that computer washed, or you throw it away and destroy it, and get a new computer.
5: Right. So, so let me give you a, a couple of scenarios here, uh, Craig. You get an email from Apple. You get an email from UPS saying your an account has been compromised. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> your your one eyebrow raises. What is the what is the process you go through to to make sure that that is legit?
16: So, number one, make sure that you have an account um, with what, who, whoever that is. Because right. many times I have people tell me, well, I don't even have a PayPal account. Well, <laughs> so then why, did you, why yeah. did you respond to it? Um, so so make, sure, make sure you have that. Right. Then <laughs> go to the legitimate site. Yep. And, and don't just use a Google or Bing search. Because if you pay attention to Google and Bing, the first couple of um, – sites that pop up are ads they're paid for ads correct the scammers are paying to put their ads up there now
6: that's crazy i have no
16: idea how can they legitimately do that (sighs) because it's about the almighty dollar yeah
8: yeah
10: yeah.
8: money so craig a lot of listeners are texting and saying that this scammer payback channel on youtube like this guy will use the scammers measures against them that he will use their tools and and essentially fight back would are should consumers watch this as a, a precaution I, I I I highly encourage people to do that. I don't encourage people to engage in what he
16: does. He is. I, I've spoken to him a number of times. I actually wanted to get him. He's in California. I wanted to get him at, here in Delaware to speak to uh, to to our to my constituents, or the yeah. people that I work for. Um, you know, it, it, he does what I, I would hope our government could do at some point, point. Um, and, and on some level they can. It's just there's so many of them out there. Yeah. I mean. Uh, think about this if you send out 500 emails and you get four responses and then you get a thousand dollars from one of them that's an easy job that is it
5: it. that is well worth the effort Yep. greg do you do you think um (laughs) do you think we are we might (laughs) regress a bit back to a more analog way of doing these things for uh for the for security's sake
16: I, I mean, I, I would hate to think that that we would regress, um, because as we regress, the bad people progress. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what I want, what I want to have have happen is for our our big companies, our Verizon's, our AT and T's, to step up their game when it comes to this kind of stuff. There's a lot more that we can do as as a, as, a, as a society. Uh, they can do as a major company to combat what's going on out there and that's what i want to see i want to see more effort
5: all right so craig you have a you you, you uh your grandma or grandpa uh, you know you you see them or you, you you visit them or whatever the story is you know you deal with them they 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 pick up the phone and call you when they get an email or a text or something that they're they don't know how to handle well, what do you need to do if you are dealing with people who are not tech savvy in uh, in your life how do you need to prepare them what do you need to tell them do you just do you have them siphon everything through you? What's the best way to proceed with that?
16: So what? What I try to get when, when I get these, and I get these every day, um, I try to get a trusted contact, um, a, a friend, uh, a relative who is a little more tech savvy. Um, that the, the, the worst thing that I, I I see in my daily adventures are elderly people who decide they are lonely and they want to use uh, a piece of equipment that they're not familiar with to communicate with people they've never met before. Um, So I tried to find a trusted contact who... I know will be looking out for their best interest uh, financially um, but allowing them to continue to be independent because that's one thing we don't want to do. We don't want to take their life away from them. No,
5: that's, that's yeah. true, but you, 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 on the other side, you don't want to lose $400,000 or millions of dollars. So so for, for a, as someone who's older listening or, or whatever, if I, get that person you trust and, and when in doubt, take a pause, right? Because I, I see so many people and like I'll be advising people on how to do something soft wise and they've already clicked it before i've said to click it it's like
17: hold it
5: wait and 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 so you need somebody who's going to be there who can give you salient advice on how to handle these things
16: that's the best advice you just gave take a pause they prey on your 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 emotions taking over and that's what can happen take a pause walk away think about it for a minute collect your thoughts Come back to it. Maybe even talk to somebody about it. Yes. Call up your your, your relative. Call up your your tech savvy uh, grandson and, and say, hey, I just got this. What do you think? Yeah, that that could save you everything.
6: Yeah. Craig, if, if you do get to the point where you have been scammed, you're, you're with the Delaware Department of Justice. Should you reach out to your state Department of Justice?
4: Uh, so, uh,
16: your first contact should be the police. Okay. Um, in, in, in any jurisdiction, um, and, and you guys probably don't remember, but I'm a I'm a I'm an MMR lifer. Yeah. Uh, I, I am a Tattoo Tuesday recipient. <laughs> uh, um, I was one of your last in uh, in uh, office tattoos. Oh, by uh, Jenny
6: Bones.
16: Yeah. Oh, by Jenny Bones. So, okay. Yeah. So, um, you know. Call the police. Okay. Don't well, be ashamed. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Sometimes the police may give you a little pushback because these are difficult crimes to investigate. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of them are overseas, so they'll say they don't have jurisdiction. At least report it. Say, I just want to report it. That's your first step. You just said, next. Step. I'm sorry, let
5: me next just jump in here quickly. I'm sorry, just to jump in quickly. You said, a key for, don't be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And you talked about people and, and people who feel you know that they want the autonomy. Realize that very tech-savvy people, and major companies are being scammed likewise. So it's not like you're an idiot. It's not like these guys aren't practiced and are good at what they do. So don't feel embarrassed. I'm sorry, but go ahead now.
16: No, absolutely. And, and, and after you report it, then start to educate yourself on what's happened. Uh, the Federal Trade Commission has a great website on scamming. Um, just about everybody out there nowadays in the tech world uh, has um, a, a page that deals with uh, how how to deal with scammers and what to do once you've been scammed. Because this is a lengthy process. This is not just an overlay. As Kathy told you when she called in, they sell their their information on the dark web. Okay? So Mm -hmm. now that, that she's been scammed, her information's out there. And scammers, what we're seeing them do nowadays is wait six months. They'll get your information. They won't call you right away. They'll wait six months. You'll forget about it. Yeah. And now they're back now they're back Duh. to doing it. What,
6: what a bunch all of scumbags. Right. Uh, Craig, we appreciate the info. Keep fighting the good fight, all right, ma'am Always. All right, go we'll talk rock. to you. Thank, Thank you, you Craig. Appreciate it, buddy. Wow. We do have smart listeners. Yes, we do.
7: <laughs> yeah. We have tattoos of us. <laughs> um wow. Uh-huh. All right. I want to go
6: to one last call because uh we have uh people have been on hold for a long time. Uh-huh. I apologize, but uh Dave has been on hold for over twenty minutes. Oh, so wow. let me go to him real quick. Hi Dave, good morning. Hey,
15: how you doing? Good, what's yes, up, buddy? Dead man. Um, okay, so this is this is weird, really weird. Um, I I uh, got a call in uh, last year, and uh, it was from a, a guy who cl- claimed to be a detective looking for my ex. And my ex is a physician, so uh, I was like, "Okay, why are you looking for her? She's my ex." And he's like, "Well, we have uh, some some information. She's uh, uh, some sort of a, she's an expert witness in this medical case." Okay, it's weird, but it's uh, it's an. It's an um, they blocked their, their number, so I couldn't see it. So I go okay, and uh, he gives me a number to call, um, and I uh, I call the number and you know, call back to see what happens, and it sounds like confidential voicemail. Blah, blah blah. So I'm like okay, um, and then I look up the number, and uh, I look up I'm sorry I look up the uh, the guy's uh, information. It turns out he actually is a police officer in Bowling Green, okay. where she lives. Okay. Um, so I go, okay, okay, and maybe, maybe I trust this guy. So I called up and just said, I don't know where she is, but, uh, you know, I just don't know. I give her no information. Um, so that kind of went away, although I did call the Bowling Green Police Department uh, in Ohio, and um, which is weird because it wasn't Kentucky yeah. in Ohio, and they said that this, this uh, officer was there but does not work there anymore.
10: Oh, mm.
15: So I'm like, okay, this is weird. So I'm like – um don't know what's going on, wait for a few months. A few months later, I get a call from another another um, number. This one's actually in Illinois. I'm a teacher. I get calls from, like, all over the place. And my students, like, have, like, numbers from New York and New Mexico, wherever they are. Right. So I get calls from all over the place. And um, this is the okay, same kind of thing, looking for my ex, and I'm, like, hesitant. Okay, but this is calling from the Warren County Sheriff's Office in Kentucky. So I'm like, okay, um, and I stop there. Okay, let me call you back. So I call back the number again, and again, it has a confidential voicemail, and then I call the Warren County Sheriff's Office, and I say, uh get this call from uh, Lieutenant so-and-so, and I say, well, we have a sergeant here named that, but we don't have a lieutenant. I said, okay, well, um, you have someone impersonating an officer. And that's kind of a big deal. And we get some information. And, uh, you know, my ex's uh, sister is actually an attorney. So I said, hey, you want to contact her? To... That might be but, I mean, it kind of freaked me out because someone claiming to be yeah. a Yeah. Well, Dave, was, yeah.
5: it, was it in fact, so these were in fact, um, they were posing as police officers.
15: They are posing as police officers.
6: Huh. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, that, that's a whole other level of, yeah. of, uh, of crime. Did
15: anything ever come of this? Um, no, with the with the second, uh, with Sheriff said He's going to call call the uh, the number and leave a message saying, you know what, you haven't done anything illegal yet, but you don't want to go that way. And then he said we're going to call my ex too, and uh, my sister in law because she's an attorney in the in the in the state. So you know, she's as an officer of the court. You know, it's one of those things that she she has to take seriously. She has to. So um, hopefully, I'll hear from them again. Yeah. So yeah, so it's like the police. The follow up to that is I was in New Mexico, uh, after that, and I heard shots fired outside my hotel. So I called the police. I don't want you know, that's just, you know, shots fired. Yep. So I called the police. They said, okay, we'll have someone contact you. I get a call back like an hour later, an hour, and i think shots fired an hour later, saying, who is this? Now here I am, like, I don't know who this is. I don't know, also not New Mexico. And I'm like, I don't know who this is. And they identify themselves as, as a police. Like again, why aren't you identifying yourself? Right, and but this time it actually was. So. Okay, all right,
6: but it, it gave you pause because you had that experience in the past, and this time you were legitimately talking to the police. All right, thank you, Dave. Yeah. Appreciate it, yep. man. This there, there seems to be the key thing: person. pause.
5: Take, yeah, take don't don't hit the button. Don't respond. Think about it. You know, and then and, and because you can go down that hole quickly mm-hmm. and then it's something that's an irrevocable mistake. Yeah,
6: if, if you have just a little hint of suspicion, then you need to not act on what you're being asked to act on right then and there. You know you what need, you do? You need to go and find a, an, an outside source to contact this entity. Grab some food. Uh-huh. Come down to the camp out for
5: hunger. Yeah.
3: yeah. Hang out.
5: We'll help you out with Think that. Think about it. Yeah. That's how you do it. All right.
6: Uh, anyhow, thank you for the calls. We do appreciate it. But uh, that's some scary stuff. It man. is, especially the AI, the AI stuff. That's pretty terrifying. All right. You know what's not terrifying? Actually, is comforting and warm and wonderful. Uh, Cheesesteaks. Oh yeah. Oh, yes. uh, and our friends at Geno's have stopped by this morning in Live Casino Hotel in Philadelphia. They are excited to add another hometown legend to Tenth Street market, the cheesesteak of all cheesesteaks, the world-famous Geno's. We have a $50 gift card for sports and social at Live. Nice. And see, you call us. Yeah. And I'm giving you the number on the radio so you know it's not a scam. <laughs> and you can hear us. We'll take caller number 11 at 215-263-WMMR, and we will set you up with that. And some people were actually, a couple texts coming in, saying that uh, they would get a call from they didn't recognize, and it was uh, it was us telling them they won $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, Crumbum Cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, that can be a little confusing, too. <laughs> so you never know. Yeah. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. We'll take that 11th call. We'll set you up some bizarre file stories. they got some goodies today. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us.
12: For a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that.
2: Get social with Preston and Steve find us on instagram twitter facebook and tiktok and coming soon to
0: only fans
10: i'm kidding
0: you've been making better decisions for your busy family for years and now little by little you're making decisions for yourself like snacking a little better going a little further sleeping a little deeper well, here to help make that journey easier and even more rewarding is Acme Sincerely Health Platform, featuring nutrition plans, prescription reminders, and more. Sign up in the Acme Mobile App to earn up to twenty-five dollars in grocery rewards. Visit AcmeMarkets.com/health for more details.
17: Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other Jews hate me? I'm a nice guy because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, ihate dot singercom Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. ihate singercom One place, one price.
2: now back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast real
6: quick I want to read this uh, email um because uh, I think it was around maybe this time yesterday we talked about this or a little earlier but I got an email from a guy and' I'll, I'll, I won't mention their name. But he said, thank you for the story the other morning about the pretzel position. My very conservative girlfriend was a willing participant this oh. afternoon, and she loved it. Wow. Nice. That's great. And I'm hoping the campout is another huge success. What kind of mustard did they use? I, no, it's not that type oh. of pretzel. Uh, so it was a sexual position. And, uh, and tried it out. So there nice. you go. Nice. There you go. If one person was made happy by that conversation, then our job is done here.
5: Changing one life at a time. One knot at a time. <laughs> All right, let's do... Busting one oh, knot man. at
6: a time. ...the Bizarre fire
1: WMMR
6: presents... ...Pristin and Steve's Bizarre Dizarre. Brought to you by J-Dog Junk Removal and Hauling. Got junk, want it gone? Then you want J-Dog Junk Removal and Hauling. Veteran and military-owned, family-owned and operated. Visit J-Dog Junk Removal, R-D-S-C dot com. That's J-Dog Junk Removal, R-D-S-C dot com. Uh, So I saw this story all over the place. A robot meant to lift boxes at a uh, paper sorting plant in South Korea. Mistook a man for a box of vegetables. It was a pepper sorting plant, I'm sorry. Mistook a man for a box of vegetables and crushed him to death. Oh
13: my God!
6: Yeah, the man, described as a robotics company employee, had been checking the sensors on the robot ahead of a test run at the plant. The test run had reportedly been pushed back two days due to the robot malfunction as the employee... Worked late into the night to make sure that the robot would function smoothly. The robotic arm grabbed him and forced him into a uh, onto a conveyor belt, crushing his body. Jesus, wow. what a nightmare. He was rushed to a hospital. Stupid but, uh, robot. Uh, succumbed <laughs> to his injuries. I think about that scene in, um, oh, what's the, uh, uh, Tom Cruise in the future, the people that can see the crimes of the future. <laughs> oh, um, Minority Report. Minority Report. When they're going through the uh, car manufacturing plant, uh, those robots are just friggin' nightmares. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that's it. That's what, That That haunts me. And yeah. six sticks. And six sticks, yeah. man. <laughs> that was from that movie, too, in case you didn't know that. A team of scientists returned to Mexico's parliament yesterday to declare the three-fingered Peruvian mummies unveiled in September as real, but refused to say whether or not they were aliens. They're not real. One do- I know. One doctor claimed the <laughs> specimens were a new species that did not have lungs or ribs. Yeah, right. On September 13th, journalist and UFO enthusiast Jamie Mauzen had shocked the world by unveiling two small mummified bodies he said were evidence of non-human life uh, forms on Earth. Politicians were told that the corpses were estimated to be a thousand years old. You've got to be kidding. The specimens were reported to have been found alongside at least one other in a Peruvian algae uh, sparking a minor diplomatic tiff in the process, given the country's authorities were not made aware of the discovery. However, scientists across the world, especially in Mexico, were immediately skeptical and quick to dismiss the claim. In response, <laughs> Mr. Mauser returned to Congress on Tuesday in a bid to prove the bodies not on display this time were legitimate, bringing with him a string of doctors who all said the bodies were those of real, once-living organisms. He also showed more images of the bodies, including a new unseen specimen that appeared to have flat, elongated heads and Limbs with three fingers so, and toes. Are these doctors were credentialed. I don't know what the story <laughs> is with these doctors, man. I, I I'm not sure about that. So yeah, I'm a doctor. Yeah, anthropologist Roger Zuniga of San Luis Gonzaga National University in Peru said researchers had studied five similar specimens over four years, and Mr. Zuniga said. They're real. He said there was... Those ab- aliens
5: are real!
6: <laughs> there was absolutely no human intervention in the physical and biological formation of ah. these beings. However, he added, he didn't know the origins of the beings. <laughs> All right. He also presented a letter signed by 11 researchers from the university declaring the same. The letter made clear, however, that they were not implying the bodies were extraterrestrial. These things are laughable. This is what, like, an elementary school kid would make if yes. he was sculpting an alien. Yeah, with yeah. Uh, it's not the first time Mr. Mousin has presented specimens he claims are non human life forms, of previous efforts having been discredited and proven to be distinctly human made hoaxes. So we'll wait and see if there's more on this. All right. One man's long standing history of making threats toward a nearby wedding venue culminated with him launching a firework at a helicopter Ooh. carrying a newly married couple, Georgia deputies say. The deputy- a deputy was working as security at an October 20th wedding uh, when he heard a mortar firework hurtling towards a departing helicopter carrying the newlyweds. After further investigation, the sheriff's office issued a warrant for David Jeter on a charge of making terroristic threats. The officer was aware that other issues had occurred at Rocky's Lake Estate where the wedding Ew. was being held. Yeah. Uh, deputy said uh, that the. Welcome
3: own- to my wedding estate. I'm so happy to have you here.
6: Uh, the owner William Morris Rocky had a particular problem <laughs> wow. with Jeter, who is accused of making threats against employees and wedding guests before. Uh, you're in that helicopter, just- and you're nothing but a chameleon, <laughs> lemon-headed coward, terrorist, <laughs> and I'm
5: after you, buddy. Will <laughs>
6: uh, <laughs> you? Deputies, uh, let me please, see. Deputies, calm down. Jeter lives his four hundred seventy feet away from Rockies Lake Estate in Woodstock and has repeatedly harassed passers by. To access parts of the venue, deputies said guests would need to take a golf cart that would drive past Jeter's house mm. where he would make sideways motions with his neck with his hands. As if slitting their throats. I guess so, and saying, Don't do it to guests. A disorderly conduct report was filed against him in 2022. Now on the yeah. night on the night of the incident, the bride and groom, celebrating the end of their wedding at Rockies, boarded a helicopter about nine. 45 p.m. Around that time, the officer was told by an employee that Jeter was outside of his home yelling in anger. Uh, you're in that helicopter. He was out there yelling.
9: In that helicopter. Yep. Uh, the helicopter. That ain't you. You're in that helicopter. That ain't you. You're in that helicopter. That ain't you. You're in that helicopter. That ain't you. I
6: want to kiss you. Oh my God. Uh, the helicopter. I want to kiss you.
10: You to kiss me? Okay.
6: The helicopter lifted off about 15 minutes later and while flying off, many people in the venue heard a firework shoot off and explode and it came in close proximity to the helicopter as it was still low, the officer wow. said. Oh, wow. The owner suspected Jeter may have launched the rocket. He had mentioned in previous encounters that he was protesting the wedding venue uh, to check if he had discharged an explosive. Uh, Morris contacted his daughter who had a camera nearby. She lives nearby, and they found out that it came from his home. So, the guy did it. As a result of the incident, the officer said they had a probable cause to charge him with terrorist attacks. He was booked into jail.
11: I heard that the helicopter blares a song every single time that they uh, take off, and it goes something like this.
10: You raise me (laughs)
6: So uh dude going. Uh, okay, okay.
8: <laughs> oh my god.
6: One last story. <laughs> A group of swimmers who were swimming from San Francisco to Alcatraz on Saturday had a close call with a massive cargo ship that unexpectedly cut off their path. Wow.
17: Francisco, that's
16: fun to say. Uh,
6: The Coast Guard is currently investigating the incident. Video of the incident shows the massive cargo vessel cruising directly through the area where the swimmers were. You think you'd want to plan that out? Well, an unidentified voice can be heard saying in the video we... uh, we got to have the Coast Guard or somebody check back there by, by the boat because there may have been swimmers that may have been swept into it. No one was injured. The Coast Guard vessels were deployed uh, to the incident at the time that it occurred. Or no Coast Guard they vessels. They charge a witness on the scene, Preston. You were in that <laughs>
10: helicopter. <Okay. laughs> Uh, uh, the,
6: yeah, we're looking at the footage.
10: Scary. Yeah, that's yeah.
6: terrifying. So the course that the swimmers were on had been cleared by the Coast Guard, according yeah. to Odyssey Open Water Swimming, the group that organized the swim. It had been granted a permit approximately a year in advance. All the swimmers in the water at the time of the incident finished the swim. Once they reached the shore, uh, they were checked out by staff. But everything was on the up and up, and I don't we don't know how the ship ended up in that area, but Years that would ago, have been terrifying.
5: We were on our uh we had a seventeen foot runabout, we were on the Long Island Sound, and it was in the evening, and we are moving along, Preston, and we see, as we're moving along, a cable suddenly come out of like a light fog. Whoa. Oh and the my cable's God. like dead ahead of us. And so we were moving towards a tugboat uh-huh. yeah. pulling a cargo. Yeah, um, goodness. They, and we were in bought a barge danger yeah. a barge yeah in, in colliding with that, but you wouldn't there's nothing that would tell
6: you it was there no wow that that can be scary. and that's when those things happen, man those accidents all right uh let's give away another fifty dollar gift card for uh, live casino and Hotel Philadelphia and Geno's joins other Philly favorites in the casino We'll take caller number twenty at two one five two six three wMMR Termini Brothers, uh, Lorenzo and Sons, uh, Sankey noodle bar and. Nice. K- Uh, It's turning 10th Street Market into the ultimate destination for a taste of classic Philly flavor right in the heart of the stadium district. Geno's at the casino. How about that? So we'll take the 20th caller. We'll set you up with that 215-263-WMMR. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us.
2: Ever thought about riding free carnival rides before 8 a.m.? Break your normal morning routine. Bring a donation to Camp Out for Hunger. Watch your favorite morning show live. Grab a free coffee and donut from the Dunkin' Cruiser and enjoy all of the Camp Out craziness. Visit WMMR.com slash Camp Out for details.
6: I've got my finger on the pulse of the city, and it's time to walk the beat, friends, because I've got stories to share with you. scooby Wow Wow, he pounds the beat with those oh-so-sensual feet. Preston Elliot. All right, we're going to start with um, a little in the burbs, but uh, the burbs? this is quite uh, interesting. Uh, as many U.S. shopping malls uh, continue to struggle, business appears to be booming in King of Prussia. Oh.
5: King of Prussia, for the longest time, has been, I think, one of the the top three most lucrative Malls in the country.
7: Well, it's and it's because not only is it a large mall and it has lots to shop, and it always has Shake Shack. Like, well, now they two have two Shake Shacks. No, <laughs> uh, it's because of, well, part of it is because of that um, higher end uh, hallway that they that they put in because they those stores you can't shop everywhere. You can shop right. online for the, yeah. for that stuff, um, but that's the only place, one of the only places in the area to go to walk into the store, and a lot for a lot of them.
6: By the way, I got this story from the the Philly Voice. Um, um, and yeah, Kathy, they're going to be. <clears throat> excuse me, they're planning next year open twenty new stores.
7: Yeah, and a lot, and some of those new stores are same along that luxury brands.
6: I've, I've got a list of them. Oh, and, do you? And and, and uh, or, yeah, not all of them, but some of the the luxury brands. I'm always blown away when I go through there, and and. Walk through that particular area where the really, you know, the Versaces and uh, and uh, the David Yurman and all Versace, yeah, all that stuff is there. I mean, they're busy. Uh, not all those stores are, have a lot of people in them, but I see people walk. There's some filthy rich people walking tons of money, mansion <laughs> people for real, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I and I kind of I people watch while I'm there too to try and pick out the ones. And you can see, you know, the, the clothes they're wearing and what they're doing. And I'm always like, man. There's been a lot of rich people around. You
5: here. know what it is though?
6: That's where Brown becomes
5: marron Glace. Marron glace. glace. I will say lady. this is that um but that makes it a destination. You're right, yeah. Kathy. That is because that is uh, you don't see that collection of stores um yeah. you know. Not in a mall. Not in a mall not ever. A mall. And well, so not, that's mean, how malls survive. You gotta have a, a hook.
7: But not but not anywhere. Like King of Prussia, for some of those stores, it's the only location in the this area in yeah. in the Philadelphia in the Delaware Valley. So if in you if you want to see it, you know, in if you want to see it in person, that's where you have to go.
6: I remember last time we had uh, John O'Hurley by here. He was mm-hmm. in for the uh, the dog show, and uh, his his wife came with him. <laughs> and uh, there was he was talking about King of Prussia because she likes to go there. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he was talking about Neiman Marcus, <laughs> and he referred to it as the mothership
10: <laughs> for his wife.
6: <laughs> <laughs> so here are a few of the stores that they're going to add. Uh, next year um, dior Dior, yep, okay. the luxury, the French luxury fashion retailer. This is our realm now, Preston. This is <laughs> we live and breathe Dior. Uh, they'll bring its high-end inventory of men's and women's clothing and all accessories, fragrances, beauty projects, to, products to the mall. Uh, the retailer opened its first store in Paris in 1946 and now has more than 200 locations worldwide. And one of them will be at the Fashion <sighs> Mall. Do they have a Food of the Loom store over there? I don't know. <laughs> okay. We'll look into it. Oak and Fort. Oak and Fort is a Canadian retailer and uh, known for its accessible luxury fashion and minimalist aesthetic.
7: Yeah, so places like Oak and Fort, they're um, like they're bringing these new higher end brands in. So like you probably have never heard of that before, right? right? Canadian, and and Mm -hmm. they're going to bring in it. And don't worry, guys, it's stuff you can afford. Oh yeah, right. No. No,
6: no. Uh, it has been aggressively expanding its U.S. footprint over the last few years. Earlier this year, it opened a new location in uh, the Cherry Hill Mall, by the way. So you're it's Oak and Fort? Yep. Okay. Yep, Oak and Fort. Uh, then there's a place called Mango. Mango! Mango is eight. <laughs> I'm very excited. Mango is a Spanish fast fashion retailer with more than 2,400 stores worldwide. Kathy, what's fast fashion? Fast
7: fashion is like H&M Forever 21 Uh targets fast fashion. You know, like they they get the trend, they make it right away, and they put it in the store. With the feel
5: and energy of, say, a Barcelona?
7: Uh, yes, okay. yes. Wait, um, I'm sorry. Oak and, Oak and Fort, I was wrong about it. It's not super high-end. Preston, you probably, it it would be, you would think it would be too expensive, but it's not the ridiculous, like, $5,000 jackets.
6: Okay, it's the $2,000 no,
7: no, no, no. It's like, like a couple hundred bucks. I, I was okay, thinking yeah. of a different store.
6: Yeah. Uh, so, Mango... As the Spanish uh, fast food. Welcome to Mango. Just
12: a little bit of a
7: reminder,
12: (laughs) a word to the wise, if you will. (laughs) Do not worry about the worries from
6: yesterday. (laughs) Leave it in the past. Move forward with confidence. Now this is. really funny if you see the video. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It just sounds like a guy with an accent
12: speaking. Yeah, but... Because there are so many new things to be experienced today. New joy to be had. So move forward, be strong,
6: and have a great rest of your day. You need to see it. (laughs) Casey was insisting that we play that. Uh, It's very, very funny. But anyhow, uh, yes, so there are, uh, it says it's not as well, uh, Mango is not as well known as some American fast fashion brands like Zara, and H&M. The company is hoping to change that by growing its U.S. footprint to a total of 40 stores by 2024. What, what?
5: Store in that in that line there is is the the, the, the most expensive, Kathy. I mean, uh, are we talking? Uh, in which one is known for the most expensive?
10: Well, out of uh, what he listed uh, into, so far, no, no,
6: uh, no. Uh, I the mean, so yeah. there's so there's Louis Vuitton, there's, there's Cartier, there's um, there's all of them. There's there okay. Versace,
11: there's uh, yeah, Tiffany.
6: Yeah, okay. okay. yeah, they're all in the same ballpark, right. you know.
7: And because they each have something, you know, they have their own brand. They're they're pretty like if you were to shop the rest of them all, you could walk in Nordstrom, you could walk in um, Zara or wherever, and you'll find similar items. You similar. go into these store, you're getting their, you know, you're getting the the Louis Vuitton, <sighs> you know, bag. You're getting the what, you know, whatever Chanel bracelet, whatever it is. So a lot
5: of times, I'll see
6: coupons for these places in Town Talk, and uh, but oh, no. that's weird. <laughs> Uh another
8: place opening is uh Intimissimi. Ooh. An Italian lingerie oh, yeah. retailer. We had a calendar girl who modeled for them. Uh and she came to um Barbecue this year. Uh, Julie Nicole, remember Julie? Yeah, oh, she's yeah. She uh she used to work at that one I think Preston, there's one in um uh Cherry Hill Mall. And I believe she worked there. Anyway, uh that it's been around for a little while uh okay yeah the that, that then
6: Cherry Hill's got some high-end stuff yeah. open oak and fort there too uh so yeah they will join the uh influx of international clothing brands that are invading King of Prussia Mall next year uh with its inventory of bras briefs lingerie pajamas pajamas, and paillamas. other intimate apparel I think
7: that, that's already there at the king of Prussia mall is it? yeah
6: not according to this
7: yeah I think it, I think either it's moving or maybe it's new but it's okay. it's already open
6: uh Uh, Okay, Uh, other new stores coming to the King of Prussia Mall next year include women's casual wear retailer uh, EverEve, a menswear store called Collars & Company, and Skidmark. Nope. And Grand Jewelers, a jewelry retailer with a store inside of the Willow Grove Mall, although not the same one that found itself at the center of an international scandal involving former Brazilian pres- <laughs> President uh, Jair Bolsonaro. <laughs> Bonazan- Thank you. Uh, um, earlier this year. So, wow, I didn't even know about the scandal nor the Neither store. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now we do. Two new restaurants will be Ooh. opening up at King of Prussia Mall. You have a Lazy Dog restaurant, Ooh. which offers American comfort food and Pot, which offers
11: Korean barbecue and hot pot.
6: yeah. I hear Korean food is uh, quite wonderful.
5: I like it. Very very healthy for you.
11: Isn't we're going to have some sort of a Korean uh, mixture at uh, the food trucks and Fireworks. It's called, uh, hang on, that's the list right there.
2: (laughs) Uh,
6: Hang on, because we mentioned.
11: Second uh, one down, yeah.
6: No, Korea Tech Korea. Yeah. Which is a Korean and Mexican uh, blend. Uh, So, King of Prussian Mall boasted, listen to this. They boasted record sales over the last few years. That's amazing. That's very. That's an anomaly, yes. is what that is. The mall, which has more than 450 retailers in its 2.9 million square foot space, added more than 40 new stores over the last two years. That's crazy. Why this one place? Well does so well. It's... I think you said it. I think
5: because there's a lot of filthy rich tons of money that shop money. there. Yeah, it's a lot of money in our you know, area. Th- I know that that kiosk that sells barbecue uh, equipment that has uh, teams on it, yes. I know that does
6: well. <laughs> and by the way, the uh, that, whole, that whole King of Prussia area yeah. has just been expanding so yeah. much over the past... Five years—it's—it's uh, it's really a cool spot. You know, I mean, like if I were younger, if I were in my twenties and looking for a, a place to put down roots or to start living, like that area over there that's across from the mall where, you know, Fogo de Show and all that is, yeah, yeah. I center. would live there and it would never leave. What's it called? Town Center. Uh, I would never leave. It would be amazing. Everything
11: you need. It's really nice.
6: Right there. around there. It used yeah. to be
8: a golf course, that whole area. I remember. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. at Valley
11: Forge. Yeah, I yeah. Think it was like George Washington golf course or something like that. I think it was called no, Valley, it was Valley Forge. Forge. Yeah, I think it was called Valley Forge golf yeah, yeah. course. <laughs> something yeah, play, like that. I, I played there a yeah,
8: couple George times. Yeah, George Washington was a member. It was mm-hmm. public and you could shank uh balls right into a traffic on 202 or uh-huh. 422. It's made it
7: fun. Yeah. Well, but adding that has, like people say that the traffic in King of Prussia, yes. now that, you know, all of those um, luxury apartments have gone up is just like, it's out of hand.
6: Well, when you're sitting in traffic and feeling stressed, just remember.
12: Just a little bit of a reminder. <laughs> a word to the wise, if you will. Do not worry about the worries from yesterday. <laughs> Leave it in the past. Move forward with confidence
11: because there are so many new things to be experienced today. All right. We're going to have to share that so people understand. Yeah. Yeah, you got to see it. It's the guy keeps funny. sticking his tongue out while he's <laughs> saying
6: it. It's very very funny. All right, uh back to the beat. Let's oh, yeah. beat the meat. <laughs> to meet behind the beat. Yes. Uh, Either or, your choice. Yeah, one or the other. So Mitchell and Ness is set to release a replica of the Kelly Green Eagles jacket that Princess Diana made famous in the 1990s. That's pretty wild. they did
7: already, right?
6: Uh, they are set to release it, uh, according to this story that I read this morning. Marissa brought me up to the, uh, here, I'll just turn your microphone <laughs> on. Go ahead.
7: It's today at 10 a.m. Can I leave and go get in line, guys?
5: Today at 10 a.m. Uh, is this
7: the one that, uh, Jason Kelsey's wife was wearing? Yes, yep. it is. Okay, so they, they released a photo a couple of days ago, and right. it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. I was looking at it, actually, I'm like, it's. That's way Eagles. Like, I don't know that. I don't think I would purchase You would wear that? No, like, I've, you know, I have a sweatshirt, t-shirt, sure, whatever. Yeah, but that's sure. like, you're, you're hardcore if you get that. Oh, my God, Kathy, my text threads have been going crazy. My friend down in
9: Florida is like, who's going to line up and get it? <laughs> We're talking about what time do you think the line started at Mitchell & Ness this morning? It's it, at it, Mitchell wow. & Ness and the Pro Shop. Yeah, it's
11: not like an everyday jacket. <clears throat> no. no you know, I like it. it. I'm going to wear it to the game type of jacket.
12: It's a game day jacket.
11: Yeah. Uh, it's
6: four hundred dollars online. Oh, that's it. You can get it at the flagship store in Center City. It's also going to be stocked by various retailers, uh, including Fanatics. Is that a lot? I don't know. I don't
17: I buy four hundred dollars for a jacket merch. I put it so. original
11: in that, so I'm not necessarily surprised at the uh, at the price tag, but right. I mean, it's always quality stuff. I
5: do love their stuff, man.
11: Yeah. Whoops. I have a few Mitchell and Ness uh, items, jackets, shirts, sweatshirts and stuff. And and I'm telling you, like, when you get that stuff, the quality of the material is like top notch. Oh, It's
7: still it, those. St- Remember when they sent us that huge box of yeah. like every sport, every mm-hmm. sports team was in there. I still have that. Candy, stuff.
11: Someone stole
8: mm, one of my favorite hoodies ever from them. So no, yeah. It wasn't me. No, it wasn't you, but I miss it every day. I have a vintage uh, Phillies Mitchell and Ness jacket, and when we went to spring training, and it was uh, thirty degrees in Clearwater, yeah, I wore that and kept me nice and warm. Nice.
6: Uh, Princess Diana famously wore the jacket while dropping off her sons at uh, school in London in 1991, and uh, she was also photographed wearing the jacket when she took the boys to a theme park in England three years later. People ran, People magazine ran one of the photographs on his June 13th, 1994, magazine cover. Uh, last month, NFL Countdown explained the story behind the jacket. So, Eagles statistician uh, Jack Edelstein uh, made Diana, uh, met Diana while at uh, Grace Kelly's funeral in Monaco, and uh-huh. of course, she's from Philadelphia. Yeah. Was from Philadelphia. Diana did not have any interest in football, but she liked the jacket and the green and silver colors. And that prompted Edelstein to, um, with approval from uh, the Eagles owner at the time, to send a custom jacket to her. Wow.
10: That's awesome. so She
6: liked the design. She liked the way it looked. And she requested, or she didn't request it, but she showed an affinity for it. And he got her um, um uh, copy of So I stores. wonder if there's any plans replica. to
5: release a replica of the Flyers jersey that Queen Elizabeth wore during her coronation.
6: <laughs> oh.
8: Uh well you would think so. Yeah. Because it's so famous. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll wait for a uh, an
6: anniversary or something. Like I wear this jersey.
8: Rob McElhony bid over ten thousand dollars for this jacket for uh, Eagles Autism. Oh wow. Yeah, which is cool. That's amazing.
6: All right. Uh let's go somewhere else. Uh how about this. By the end of this year, SEPTA will stop accepting transit fare tokens as payment for riding on the city's buses, trolleys, and subways. Uh, They'll stop on January 1st, by the way. The multi-year phase-out of SEPTA tokens will finally come to its conclusion nearly six years after the transit authorities stopped selling them to riders. So I got a
5: call yesterday, Preston. I understand they're only going to accept crypto and Apple iTunes. Oh.
6: Yeah. I wouldn't fall for it, Steve. Uh, Since then, SEPTA has developed new payment methods Um, and uh, septa key the authority's contactless chip-based fare payment card was announced card was announced in 2012 fully rolled out in 2019 more recently they enacted a more efficient contactless payment system that lets riders pay for tips and by tapping a credit card or mobile payment enabled smartphone upon boarding effectively bypassing uh, the septa key card and the lines that sometimes form at the fare kiosks although septa announced that it would stop selling transit tokens in 2018 uh, the authority has continued to accept them as fair payment, uh, but after December 31st, Done. they are going to be Done. worthless. I mean, for fares anyway. They might have a collector's um, value to them. Will
5: yeah. you pay with your, uh, will you do the, like, the tab on the credit card? Will you pay with your phone? What are you more inclined to pay when you have the option?
11: Credit
13: card.
5: Credit card, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, chap-
6: I'll I use pay the phone sometimes, but for the most part, I just, yeah, it's so easy to just... Tap the, Do you uh, know, the card. Yeah. I was stunned to find out how few people will accept uh, a CB radio. Really? The, you,
11: the,
5: the, uh, it's tapping away. Nothing.
11: Yeah. I was wondering if you think we'll ever get to a point, and I and I feel like we will, where uh, it, you'll be pay your for, credits. No, you'll pay for things with uh, you know retinal scans or fingerprint scans yeah, or yeah. face. They're already they already they're already sort, they're yeah.
5: already sort of uh, flirting with that case. Uh, 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 um, sort of like a, a biometric yeah credit card. That's that. that on your in your person, basically,
6: aren't there things in the in Revelations or something like that about us having you know numbers on us or something like that that is demonic it's or just scary? I mean? It's there, yeah, yeah, uh, and and that is you know some people look at uh, at that type of technology, implanted technology oh. or things like that, as a sign of. Your visa bill. The end times (laughs) and all that. So, uh, but I wouldn't doubt it, Casey. Retinal scans and, and I mean, already now, um, on my current, uh, Computer, my laptop, my Apple. I use a fingerprint to unlock it. Don't you yeah. love it? Yeah, don't it's great. you
5: freaking love it? Absolutely. And by the way, when you purchase things and you purchase through your, your your computer,
6: same thing. It's yeah. awesome. And in fact, um, Kathy Global Entry, which I have now, um, it uses facial recognition. Yeah. You don't. You don't bring a card. You don't give a number. Nothing that you blew my walk, wife away. Yeah. Just walk through, and they recognize you. So there's that. piece yeah. As how, well. How quickly
11: you process through, right? Yeah. Is yeah. It, does it happen to say, "Wow, you're a good looking." You can go through. Yeah, you can it's, it's like <laughs> Studio fifty four. Yeah.
6: Yeah. <laughs> it's Studio fifty four. Some, some people they just won't let
5: Take uh. that mess home.
6: Uh. <laughs> uh so Philadelphias have used transit fare tokens since the mid eighteen hundreds when the city's first streetcar lines and trolleys, which were drawn by horses at the time, began using them. So that is you a the, the tokens in the horse's ass? This is a um, this is a long time tradition that is coming to an absolute end. So do you think there'd be any Married to um, saving a few for yeah. collections, yeah, because they're. Right. I mean, they're. they You're not going to be able to use them for anything else, right? May as well hang on to them. All right. Um. One more. Oh, one more. Is I, that okay? I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know yeah, yeah. we got Joe DeRosa. Coming up, I got another story here. Uh, so, a new proposal, Steve, and this is—you're going to love this. Maybe you're going to like it because it's not going to be here, but at least it'll save it. New proposal could send the rusting remains of the SS United States returned to New York. After spending nearly 30 years on the Delaware River in South Philadelphia, uh, the according to the United States uh, Con- Conservancy, they released development plans in conjunction with uh, two New York firms, which would see the ocean liner repurposed into a 1,000-room hotel with space for music and event venues, public green space, and a museum. What the hell have I
5: been saying?
6: Yeah, but they don't want to do it here.
5: Son of a bitch.
6: Organizers said the effort would be part of a decades-long effort to protect and revive. Revitalize the Hudson River waterfront, which we've said forever. Mm-hmm. They need to fix the waterfront in Philadelphia. It's got so much potential. Absol- so we—that my whole idea,
5: well, other people have had the idea as well, is to turn that into sort of our Queen Mary. Yep. Yeah. Hotel and that's- set up, at an attraction, everything.
6: Yep. I want to get on that damn ship. According to a statement from the Conservancy, the release of the plan comes at a time when the vessel is under pressure to move and is facing eviction.
5: The charging, like the per-day charge to keep it moored where it is, is ridiculous.
6: Yeah, they said we're quickly running out of time. We know this can be a viable, transformative project. Let's rally together to secure a home for America's flagship. It's a historical ship. It's haunted, supposedly. Uh, I I love it. So the plan would call for the development of piers to create... Uh, would entail the redesign and reconstruction of uh, adjacent piers, which would create acres of new public Hmm. green space aboard the vessel and
8: adjoining areas. Uh, Steve, I don't disagree with anything you've said, um, but I would rather it go to New York and become a hotel than continue to sit where it is now. Oh, no, I agree.
5: With nothing happening, yeah, yeah,
11: return it to some sort of glory. How do they get Uh, up there, though? They're going to mail it. No, they'll tell it. I know, but like you, you can't go all the way up to Delaware, can you? Like, uh, well, if you, you go up to you,
8: Delaware, you're not going to get to New York. You're City. not going to get no, New
11: York. No, you got to go, go all the way up and around. You got to go sure. down in all May. Yeah.
8: Right. Um, but I've said this before. But Philadelphia has more uh, waterfront property than does New York, and we just don't take advantage of it. It's well, mind-boggling. It's been, a, it's been um, a, a, the, the bane of
5: our proverbial existence here. But I would say this. Um, listen, we could not. We couldn't get a fire truck. But what if we? <laughs> Pitched in and oh, bought an ocean liner. bought an and ocean liner. Yeah, we
6: could take that to appearances and Absolutely. stuff. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. come we'll
5: down that. and see the uh, see the Steve ship tonight. <laughs> the USS PNS. Yeah, <gasps> USS PNS. I like it. Yeah, I like it. It'll be uh, it'll be a uh, big McDade Bowl. <laughs> 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 Dude, we can't even get Minerva anywhere. Guys, we are. It is way too expensive
6: for these appearances (laughs) to move an entire ship. Mm. In the long run, it'll be worth it. Yeah, you watch. Right. Uh, by the way, I don't know what the timeline is for this to happen. I have no Next idea. Tuesday. It says organizers are now working to secure state and local interest and uh, advance the plan in New York City.
5: Well, City Beater, if I may jump in here. Please. If Before this happens, if anyone in any position of power or any uh, uh, way... I would if there's any way to take a peek in this ship and and walk around because it is it was it one time was the fastest
6: passenger liner on earth. Have you reached out to the conservancy? I have not. But so, that's so obvious and I'm dumb.
8: <laughs> yeah, they've reached out to us. Have they? Yeah, yeah. They've extended to you directly an invite. Um, oh. But we just The to... one thing is you have to get it to McDade Bowl. No, makeup. no. you, you got to open that email, I guess. All right. Well, anyhow, that's it.
6: That's what's going on that's in it. the city. Once again for you this morning, friends, the city beat. And we'll do it again another time. Um, I want to take a break, but I'd also like to give some away. We've had, we've been eating uh, Gino's cheese sticks this morning mm. here in the studio. And uh, that's because our friends at Live Casino Hotel Philadelphia brought them in. And uh, I have a $50 gift card for Live. And we'll take caller number 19 at 215-263-WMMR. Uh, we'll set you up with that. And uh, from Gino's world-famous menu, guests enjoy five types of sizzling steak sandwiches plus another Philly staple, the Italian hoagie, and, of course, a side of cheese fries to complete the meal. 215-263-WMMR. That's a number. Uh, as we are taking a break, a reminder that Nick McElwain has an appearance tonight. Yeah. It is the Thursday night kickoff event, and he'll be at Liberty Union Chester Springs. Is he bringing the shit? In Chester <laughs> Springs from 7 to 9. Free MMR, Bud Light Kelly Green t-shirts, 350 bottle uh Bud Light bottles, $3 Ultra Bottles, $5 big wave drafts, and you can get registered to win a chance of Eagles, uh a pair of Eagles tickets for the December 3rd game against San Francisco, courtesy of Bud Light. So stop by and see him tonight. Liberty Union, Chester Springs, in Chester Springs from 7 to 9. We'll be back. Joe DeRosa joining us when we
12: return. The MMR app can't remember your Wawa order, but it can pair with your Bluetooth or Apple or Android car system, streaming us right into your speakers. Oh, and if you could grab us a meatball shorty and an iced tea, that'd be great. Thanks.
2: Preston and Steve, their name is their address. Uh, on, On the web. PrestonandSteve.com.
0: You've been making better decisions for your busy family for years. And now, little by little, you're making decisions for yourself. Like snacking a little better, going a little further, sleeping a little deeper. Well, here to help make that journey easier and even more rewarding is Acme Sincerely Health Platform featuring nutrition plans prescription reminders and more sign up in the acme mobile app to earn up to 25 dollars in grocery rewards visit acmemarkets.com health for more details march is a critical time to check your home's windows if yours are cracked or leaking and won't open or stay open then it's time to call the pros at window nation right now for every two windows you buy you get two windows free Plus, zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90NATION or visit WindowNation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate.
2: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
6: Our next guest, we love having on. I've been talking to him for ages. He's a Collegeville guy. He sure is. In the area, and 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 is is setting up some new roots in this area, from what I understand, oh. which is pretty cool. But he's going to be playing a show Saturday at the TLA. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe DeRosa hey! is back. Hey guys. Hey Joe, how you doing? <laughs> I'm well. How are you?
18: <laughs>
11: what, I'm what? so glad you met the. I mean, we we brought it up to here the level. It was like, <laughs> well, yeah!
5: he's he's clearly moving. Hey we see guys. We see we see boxes behind you, Joe. Are you are you are you tapped out? <laughs> I'm keeping this
18: place in New York that I have. But yeah, I bought a place in an undisclosed location in Pennsylvania. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, you know, I thought it was time to try to buy a piece of property and not buy one in a city. Where it was eleven hundred dollars a month for the privilege of owning <laughs> yeah.
5: uh, with the h o a fee I love so. that i love because to me that's always criminal what they get i mean there was this yeah. made the news there was something that literally had no bathroom, and it was uh. something like two thousand dollars a month, just ridiculous yeah.
11: um it's let me crazy. ask what what does an h o a get you in uh in a an apartment in new york city what i mean what what are you even paying for mm. uh the smell of urine. <laughs>
10: Uh, nice (laughs)
18: roaches Uh i don't know i don't know i don't i don't know what it is all i know is is that uh, my friend is in real estate and he was the first person i talked to when i started the process and he's in new york real estate and he told me a story of uh they went to the tenants in his building and said we need to do renovations on the building the renovations are going to cost three million dollars you're eight Joe is going to go from $900 a month to 3000.
10: Oh, that's God, just uh, absurd.
5: It's, it's, and they wonder why yeah. people are fleeing. Yeah, it's, it's it's
18: nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. It's really crazy. It's a I love the city, but it's a tough city to operate in. So, I was I was actually going to get a place in Philly proper, but I felt like that was a little bit of a of a lateral jump. So, yeah. I I went into a little more of a rural
6: area. Well, no, we, know where sure. you're, we, we know where that is. Uh, that's a cool area. We're not going to reveal if you don't want to reveal where that is, but you can rent kayaks there. I do oh, know that. that's
11: cool.
5: Yes.
18: That's you can rent
6: cool. kayaks? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah.
11: This,
5: this, you're a big kayak
18: guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the things I plan on starting, but yeah. I'll never do. Yeah. yeah. Kayaking? Look at that. There's, yeah, kayaks. Oh, look, there's a bike thing.
5: Uh-huh. I'll, I'll do that.
18: Mm-hmm. I'll never do any of it.
5: <laughs> no, no, but it makes total sense. And listen, you know, um, um, it, you're going to, you know, you'll become a kayak guy. You'll have the opportunity to do that now. I mean, in the city, there's not a lot of kayak opportunity. Mm. No, no, there's not a lot of kayak. It was either,
18: yeah, it was either moved to the country Not country, but move to a kayak area and that's the activity. Or move to Philly and the activity is darting
5: through Kensington. All right. (laughs) Was that the eating to the real estate,
18: uh, friend?
5: Just one word kayak. That's all I want. Uh, I I said one word Kensington (laughs) Avenue. (laughs) All all the charm of. But no, I think I think it's a good thing for you because honestly, you're doing a ton of podcasts and you can do that from anywhere. I mean, you yeah. seriously, let's talk about that. Obviously, you have um strong ties here. Um it, yes. it's a hop skip and a proverbial jump back up to the city. Your 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 sandwich shop still doing well? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're still here in the city and New York City.
18: Uh you know, the podcasts are going strong. One of my podcasts I can do it's called. We'll see you in hell. I can do that one over Zoom. Taste buds the one I do with Sal from Jokers. That one we have to do in person. But even mm-hmm. still, it's not that hard to drive up to the city. And, and I, that's why I'm keeping this place for now, so I can kind of straddle the fence. But we'll see what's we'll see what happens. But yeah, I, it's a different world, man. You know, it, it's it's funny. You know, this Austin boom is happening now with with Rogan and right. And all the comics that moved down there, and the comedy mothership that that he opened and everything and Everybody is moving to Austin. I remember, I'm not kidding, about seven years ago, I would talk to my agents at the time about moving to Austin. They would make fun of me.
10: They were like <laughs> yeah.
18: they're like, Oh yeah, you and my my agent at the time would send me real estate listings from Lubbock, Texas and be like, Hey, I saw something you might like. You should maybe check this out. And it was like, What are you crazy? You can't go down there. And it's like the internet has changed everything so much in the last four Five years, like it doesn't matter. It
5: really, it anymore. doesn't. I mean, the demands are. Yeah, as you said, there's a couple things that maybe geographically you're, you're going to have to you travel a bit for, but you can do. You can do all of what you do. And I was, I was looking at a list of your uh, podcast, Joe. You're, <laughs> you're basically it, the podcasts are basically in segments. Our show. Because you do a food thing, kind of like the the, the connoisseur segment. Um, You know, you have you're all about science fiction and fantasy. You, you, the uh, I'll see you in hell or we'll see you in hell and horror stuff like that. Um, All of your interests, video gaming and all that stuff. It's that's our realm. So uh, yeah, yeah. Traffic, traffic podcast. <laughs> right. A traffic podcast, right. apps, contest Uh No, but I mean, it's it, it's a, it's a uh, yeah. It, it's your your lifestyle, is sort of. I think, and and obviously, com- comedically, the demands. I, I, I this is I think this is a good move for you. I think this is going to give you a a little bit of a a little bit of a, a of a Zen existence that you're not getting in the city.
18: Well, I live alone in New York living alone after a while gets a little dangerous <laughs> mentally. A
5: little a little Travis Bickley? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
18: my, my friend said to me today one time, he goes, he goes, I just had one of those disturbing viewings of Taxi Driver where the whole time I was going, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. it, exactly. It, kind of, it, it gets to you after a while and you start to, everybody's screaming all the time and there's horns and there's sirens. And, you know, When you're married, or at least if you have roommates you can come back to the apartment after the crazy experience out in the streets of new york and go jesus the city is ridiculous you know and then there's another person to talk to you about it and right. you can kind of balance each other out i come home and there's nobody here mm. and then i start screaming at my computer and my iphone doesn't work properly and the tv and then it starts to become nothing nothing in this city works properly at all and then i'm screaming at the ceiling <laughs> yeah. at, at god <laughs> You know why do you do this to me? It becomes a real <laughs> sick. That is uh-huh. that is depressing. Yeah.
11: Uh, can I ask about your sandwich shop? Is it the is it on Sixteenth Street?
18: Uh, no, it's on Rivington Street. 174 Rivington. Okay, Street, I want to look on the this lower up. East Side. All right, so it's called Joey jo- Roses, right? Joey Roses. Yeah, it's a we call it a social club, but yeah, it's a bar and then sandwich shop. And, uh, uh, when you say social club, what does that mean? Well, we wanted to make it, when we decided we were going to have liquor in addition to the sandwiches, we thought, you know, the idea, we, we obviously weren't going to have like a foo-foo kind of joint, and we thought that the coolest thing we could do or, or, or best thing we could do would be to throw back... To the old school vibes of The social clubs in New York City On the Lower East Side So we started, you know, trying to model it After, like, where they hang out in a Bronx tale uh, Yeah, like the fun
5: ones then, that John Gotti ran like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The fun yeah, ones Where well, you have yeah. to go outside and talk So the FBI can't hear you Right <laughs> mm-hmm. I want there to be some fear in everybody right. I, mm-hmm. just,
10: I, I
18: love
5: that I love the Bronx tale concept Bronxdale, um, you know,
18: and, and other cities, too, like Thief with James Caan, you know, and, J- and Thief, he owns Green Mill. Right. Which is a real bar. Yeah. But, you know, spots like that where we were like, it's a place where it feels like a home away from home, like the place you always stop as you're on your way home to get your beer or whatever it is after work. And it's just. Uh, so we thought social club was a was a was a better
5: descriptor of it than like dive bar. Mm. So uh, <laughs>
18: that's kind of what
5: it is. You know? have, I love. Go ahead. Have people respond because I love that concept. Have people responded well to that social club element?
18: Yeah, it's kind of wild. Like the first few weeks we were open and people from the neighborhood started coming in. The coolest compliments we were getting, there were there were a couple old men that came in like guys like no joke, like in there like we had one guy who was in like his early 80s and he was like he was like, don't tell my wife I'm in here, he was yell at me. And I was like, OK. And, and they they said to us, they were like the, these different guys, independently of one another and, and an older woman, too. They all said, like, we haven't seen a place like this in the neighborhood in, in a long time. Wow. And it was really touching to 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 make something that we thought was really grassroots and really affordable and really for the for the regular person, and put it in New York, and then have New York at every turn show us uh, that they don't want you here.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
18: would you? And would that you better start selling craft cocktails.
5: <laughs> <laughs> start selling craft cocktails. Any plans to do something similar in uh, in your new digs or near your new digs? Uh, at the moment, no.
18: We 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 are talking about potentially. Uh, expanding, um, I, I've thought about it, but I don't know if I have the ability to do it between between stand up and this place, and podcasting, and writing, and and it's just it's a lot after a while. And every one of those jobs, you're the kind of the head of the snake. Yeah, there is no there's no like board of people above you to right. defer the issues to and that starts to get stressful after a while you know yeah. and then and then i decided to to buy a house amidst all of it so the anxiety right now is like <laughs> it's 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 manageable but it's enough i think if i started a place down in philly or something it would it would be too time consuming but but who knows, who knows? i don't know what? it's all based on the philly thing like yeah. there was no I, you know, it all started with me saying to my partner, Paul Italia, like, look, man, you can't get those Philly style sandwiches in New York. Like, I don't know why you just can't. Mm. Like, but let's we should have a place that has like hoagies, for lack of a better way of putting yeah. it.
11: And, yeah. you know, that brings and, that Philly flavor and hoagies that has American cheese. That's not yellow. <laughs> That's it's the, crazy, dude. <laughs> people have
18: argued with me about that. People have said, like, why don't? Why isn't your American cheese yellow? That's the good kind. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Get out of here. Right.
10: Baby. Philistine. Agreed. Philistine. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
6: Joe, I wanted to ask you, your show is uh, Saturday at the TLA. I can't remember the last time that we promoted a comedy show at the TLA. It's, it's one been of my favorite venues. I haven't been there in a little while, but I've seen so many great shows there. Uh, why would you choose that venue? Why are you headed there? This was, I'm not
18: being schmaltzy or maudlin or anything. I, I really mean this. This is this show is so important to me. This is a dream come true. This is what I dreamed of the whole time I've been doing this. And I'm about to enter year 24. But when I started in comedy, I always said, man, all I want to do is get to that point where I can play the venues I saw my favorite bands at. Oh. play those venues. And those venues were not big stadiums. Or even large theaters. They were these. They were these music venues. Obviously, like the TLA. I saw many, many a band that I love very much. To the TLA, from Faith No More, Shutter to Think. Um, uh. So this was a huge thing. Like it. it finally, we got to the point where we could do it.
6: It's cool. Mm-hmm. We had a uh, we had a chance it was a really cool thing that happened there one time Joe was back when uh the Chili Peppers Red Hot Chili Peppers had California Cation come out and we had the opportunity they wanted to do a warm-up gig before the tour and we were at Y100 at the time and we had a contest uh, for all high school students mm-hmm. to go to show and we got to see them in that room and they were gigantic at the time they were just huge they were playing you know huge they, venues yeah, yeah. and to see them in that room was just Yeah. That was <laughs> something else, man. I love that place. It's an amazing place.
18: Yeah, my coolest memory there was I saw Faith No More there when they toured with their King for a Day album. And we we were in the, the seated part of the venue, mm-hmm. and we were upset that we weren't in the GA part. And after the show ended, the lights came up, and people were filing out, and there was like 40 or 50 people left in the venue, and Faith No More ran out on stage. And plugged into just the amps. They were out of the PA and everything, just the regular amps. And then they played a song for the 50 people that were left. Wow. wow. That's cool. It
6: wow. It wow. was insane.
18: Yeah. It was so cool. It was so, so cool. I just got chills talking about and it. And that was probably
6: back in the day where you would you would pour out of that place and South Street was just <laughs> packed, <Yeah. and> mobbed <laughs> with
16: people.
18: Yeah, that was, that was, you know, and then, well, here's the other really special part of this show on Saturday is I started on South Street. I mean, I started technically in Collegeville at the New Road Brewery, but, but when I really stepped into a club for the first time, about a month into comedy, I started in South, on South Street at the Laugh House down between third and second. Yeah. And, um, it's just wild to be doing the biggest show I've ever done. In Philly, on the same street, a few blocks up from where it started, um, this venue where I saw all these bands that I loved uh, on this legendary street that we used to hang out on. I'm really, honestly, I'm heartbroken that John's Bar is closed. Oh uh, yeah, I would have had the, I would have had a big after party at John's Bar because that was the bar we all hung out at when after the open mic every Wednesday.
5: It was You'd go to John's. It was such a cool vibe. I mean, we used to do, we used to do on Fat Tuesday, we would do, from Fat Tuesday, we would do a live morning broadcast. I mean, it would be, I mean, that Joe, that by, by like, you know, five o'clock in the morning, there'd be a massive line of people who had been partying the whole friggin' night. And uh, it was, it was just unbelievable. Well, let me ask That's you. Great. So, you 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 know you love of, of of music, and you talk about you know glowingly about the Faith No More show. You you had a reunion of a of a band that you were a part of, right? Just recently, fairly recently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well,
18: my band. Yeah, I had a band called Salsa Windfall when I was in um, college, and um, it was me and my buddy Paul Chell, and. Um, we you know we never lost touch and we never kind of stopped thinking about one day maybe we could do this again but we stopped kind of taking it seriously because we had separate careers that we were both pursuing and we were living in different cities and then one day uh Brian Quinn from impractical jokers was filling in for me on, on taste buds because I couldn't be there and he brought up hey, did you know Joe has this band on the show? And then the fans started digging up stuff online about us. And then the next thing you know, they're like, hey, what's up with your band? And then we were like, well, we have this record. Do you want us to put it out? They said, yeah, we did. And then cut to last two weeks ago, October 28th, we did our first show in 22 years at Arlene's Grocery in New York. That's wild. Wild. That's got to be wild, yeah. It was crazy. (laughs) This this year is a real... Eventful year of things that I always wanted to do uh, finally happening. Like honestly, this TLA show, the salsa
5: windfall, getting back together, uh, buying a house, which I never thought. I'd yeah, man. If you don't, if you don't, uh, if you don't end up. If you manage to, to navigate it properly and don't end up with a mohawk, uh, you'll be good. So you, if you don't follow the full Travis Pickle yeah. thing, you'll be fine. <laughs> Um,
18: <laughs> my favorite thing from today was when I described what New York is like, and you just went,
6: That's depressing. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
5: there's, there's no way to
6: sugarcoat it. The show is Saturday at 7 30 at TLA. Joe, I got, uh, and I'll, I'll leave it up to you. I got somebody on, on the phone line, on Hold, it says his name is Mike, and it says, Started with Joe 25 years ago at the Spaghetti Warehouse. <laughs> is this Mike Rainey? Oh, wow. I don't know. Is it, it Mike Clements? It just says Mike. Dude, we? We take it, yeah. Please. All right, all right. Hang on a second. Uh, hey, Mike, you there?
13: Yes, I am. Hey,
6: hey guys, uh, can you hear him, Joe?
13: Yeah. Okay. Is that right. Clements? Yes. Ah. Yes, it is, Joe.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Who's Mike? Mike, who are you to to, uh, uh, to Joe?
13: I. I I started comedy late in life at like age 45. I was uh, running the spaghetti warehouse for a nice Jewish couple. Uh-huh. Um, and I was a, a horrible MC and I would do, put the show together and whatever. And Joe came down, killed. I'm in the back of the room crying, laughing, but the audience was older, like much older. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe gets done. He goes, what are you gonna tell the, these people? because uh, I had to keep, like, a journal of he did okay, this uh-huh. that kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, I, I go, I'm going to tell them to have you back. You're, you're hilarious. I said, look at the, the – all the hair was blue in the audience. And <laughs> people
10: are looking, and I'm in the back of the room, and they're turning around looking at me going, who's this idiot laughing?
6: Uh, you
13: Joe – this, this guy's a monster.
6: Joe, you remember this gig?
18: Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> I, I, Mike and I – Mike and I palled around for, for a few years uh, back in Philly. I loved Mike. And Mike was, this is the truth, Mike was the first, I, Mike's hilarious, by the way. And he was the first comic I met. You know, you're, it's very formidable, those years. And you take things from people and you learn things. And uh, Mike was honestly the first comic I met that had a true contempt for the audience.
10: <laughs> 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 not afraid to show
18: them that he thought that they were idiots. And, uh, and I lo- he wasn't disrespectful, yeah. but he just had an attitude and an energy where... If, you know, Carlin, George Carlin used to say, if it works on Friday and it works on Sunday and it doesn't work on Saturday, that's the audience's fault. Like, Mike really epitomized that because he was so <laughs> funny and he'd kill. But if it wasn't working as well as it should have, it didn't shake him at all. And he would just have this... Thousand yards, in his eyes like you, you morons! You don't
6: deserve this right now, My Yellow American cheap. Mike, is that a fair assessment?
13: Oh, are you kidding? (laughs) Yellow American.
17: Uh (laughs) When's the
18: last Uh, time you guys? Wild, Mike. It's wild to hear from you. Are you still? Are you still kicking around?
13: I'm. (laughs) I'm still breathing. Yeah, (laughs) I've been retired from SEPTA for like eleven years now. Okay. Still do shows once in a while, but not that often because of my contempt for the audience. <laughs>
5: <laughs> let me let me ask you, Mike. W- would you have uh, any uh, opposition to doing some groundskeeping on a f- two hundred acre estate near Kaya recently country. purchased by?
13: Man. Listen, I was I was almost into- Joe. I'm so happy for you. You got the deli. I, I hope the sandwiches are good. I'll come up and check them out. Um, uh, you're doing so well. I'm so happy for you. And plus your time on um, Better Call Saul. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Awesome.
18: Thanks, Mike. I'm glad that you're doing well. I'm glad to hear from you. You should come hang out on on Saturday, man, if you're around. I'd love to see you.
13: You know what? I came down to the punchline uh, to see you. Uh, I'm going to say five, six years ago. You remember that?
8: Yes. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was a it woman. Was- <laughs> yes, Joe. Joe, you were saying before the interview you needed an opener this weekend, right? <laughs> yeah,
6: somebody like really piss off. Yeah, me yeah, of yeah. Yeah. I have uh,
18: I have a very very special guest with me on Saturday, and I don't I don't know if I can announce him or not. Okay, but uh, I, I'm. Only because I don't know if he's got other things in the area that he oh, where he can't be announced. Okay, uh, okay. Do you, uh, yeah. so, so, but anyway, want, I have somebody really special with me yeah. on Saturday. But, so, but Mike,
6: can you come down?
18: Oh, absolutely.
6: All right, please. Yeah, we'll and, figure
18: it out off air.
6: Yeah, I, come and uh, come and meet up with him. You guys, you guys need to reconnect. Bring some spaghetti. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for the
18: call, man. <laughs>
13: yeah, there you go. All, all right. right. Thanks a lot, guys. Talk to you later. See all all right.
18: Right. Thanks, Mike. How cool is that, Good, man?
6: Does somebody have his number where I can call him later? Oh, no. We don't keep that. No. All right, Mike, <laughs> Mike. Hold on. Mike's listening. Call back. Uh, Marissa will get his information. We'll pass it along to you, Joe. So give it. call the request to back, Mike.
5: No, that was just for the Thank show.
6: Uh, spaghetti Warehouse. That wasn't, that wasn't
5: right. even Mike. That,
18: was
6: that wasn't Casey.
5: even
8: Mike. <laughs> Casey's in the other room the whole
10: time.
6: <laughs> uh, I remember going to Spaghetti Warehouse a few times. If I was going to a show at the uh, at the Electric Factory, going and grab a bite to eat there real quick, I didn't know they did comedy shows there.
18: Oh, could you imagine you're going to a show at the electric factory uh-huh. and then you go to Spaghetti Warehouse and you get bombarded with another show? Yeah. Yeah. It's like they those- did. They did, dude, they did shows and they did them in the back room. Huh. As you can imagine, like, like the dirty secret it was. And no, they did. There was a back room. Um, I, I, It's. I guess it was like a private dining room or something like if you wanted to like rent the place out for a party or something like that. But they did shows back there and the ticket always consisted of you know I think you got a meal
5: yeah with with
18: with the show it was basically dinner theater except it was stand up. Mm. And I met um I met Mike there. I met uh Joey um uh Philly guy. Jeez, Joey uh Irish guy, like uh. a blanket on his name Callahan. Uh, there, I think I met Chip Chantry there. Chip like, Chantry was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of met all the all the the not all, but a lot of the the the, the Philly regular dudes back oh. then, and. It was wild, but that was all the only types of shows I used to do. Like, because you know, it was yeah. you,
5: everything was like there was food involved somehow. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, the, the, it was a you the, know. in the beginning stage, like, it's like the classic story. There's that that Chinese restaurant that was in Boston. That that every. They played in a back room in this Chinese restaurant. It became famous and loved and hated at the same time. And and Lenny Clark and all those guys. That's that's where they kind of started, you know. So it'd be one of the those places would be the only places that were around to play. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, the the clubs were few and
18: far between, and they were they, they were. You know, it was sacred ground at the club, man. Like you had to get you know, I started I started playing the laugh house because two Ray Gordon, who I mm-hmm. always say is my is my mentor. In great. All of this, yep. Two two pulled me aside and goes, Why are you not working here? And I was like, I don't know.
10: <laughs> you know <like> they didn't.
18: <laughs> I was born to he kayak. Said like they, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said it like they had sent me a package of some kind that I was declining. <laughs> I was like, I, I would like to work <laughs> And he brought me into the office to Mona, rest in peace, the owner. And uh, he said, you need to work this man. Wow. And she said, okay. And then we, that was literally the whole conversation. That was it. She went, okay. Wow. And we walked out. And I went home and I was like, they're not going to work me based on that. Like, you know, and I swear to God, she called me the next day and she said, what are you doing this weekend? Can you host at the club? And it was <coughs> excuse me. It was insane. It was insane. But uh, because that was it was so hard to come by that time and right. it, it, that stage time. And, and you back then you had to. I did it in Philly, and I did it again in New York. You had to just hang out at the club. Right. Yeah, for yep. months. Yep. Oh, yeah. Months. Yep. Just oh, had months. to be
6: known to the staff. Yeah. Yep. yeah, so
18: I don't know if it's still like that It, 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 it at like... The clubs that exist now—it's it,
5: be, it's better now because you have you have a lot more you have a lot more higher you know higher quality comedy clubs and a lot of venues that that really facilitate it. So, uh, but you still have to do you know the legwork and put the time in. But yeah, yeah it, it, it's a better environment for comedy now, and, and there are a ton of very funny people coming out of Philadelphia.
6: Yeah,
5: Philly's having a great boom, and this is part of what attracted me to to
18: putting down some steak uh, or roots, whatever you want to call it, in the area. Philly's having a great artistic boom right now. I'm a big hip-hop guy, and the, the, the rapper's coming out of Philly right now. Uh, you know, these guys Coast Contra, I don't know if they're all from Philly, but mm-hmm. some of them are. They're like a they're wildly internet, like, viral sensation. Yeah. They're amazing. <laughs> but I keep hearing guys that are out coming out of Philly, mm-hmm. and it's they're, the, the the music... And the comedy. I'm seeing stand-up that's coming out of Philly that's just great. Look at what look at Shane yeah. Willis. I mean, oh it's my god, dude. wild.
6: Yeah. Well, it's that's wild, cool, man. You know? we're, we're stoked. You're, you're you're moving back into the area. I'm really excited that that this this TLA gig is one that you've been you've been waiting, you've been wanting this. Yeah. And you've been waiting for this to happen for a long time. So um I'm I'm glad it's yeah. finally coming for you. So Joe DeRosa playing the T L A Saturday night. It's a seven thirty show. Tickets available at TLAPhilly.com. and I'm sure Sure, we will see you in the flesh sometime soon, sir. But it's great to catch up with you, all right? Thanks, fellas. I appreciate you all. Thank you all for having me on. You got it's it. great ha- to see you. Have a great one, man. Joe DeRosa,
0: guys. Yay! Get
6: your tickets. Go see him on Saturday. We have to take a break, which we are going to do right now. So B-File stories are on the way. So
2: stay put. We'll be back in a moment. 93.3 WMMR rocks. Green Day.
14: Don't want
2: to be an American Friday, August 9th, outdoors at Citizens Bank Park. The Savior's Tour, celebrating their classic albums, Dookie and American Idiot. Also starring Smashing Pumpkins, Plus, Red and the Linda
10: Lindas.
2: Tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. Listen to Pierre all this week for your chance at free tickets. And all weekend, we're painting the town green with blocks of Green Day. And another chance at free tickets at WMMR.com. From the station that still loves to get in the pit, 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. No.
1: WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre
6: Final. Brought to you this morning by Lorenzo and Sons Pizza. The iconic Lorenzo and Sons Pizza is a Philadelphia staple locations in Westchester. And Xfinity Live, Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia, visit Lorenzo's. Westchester.com. Here is a follow-up story. I've, I've mentioned this twice in the Bizarre File. Here's a third time. The owners of a Colorado Springs funeral home. Oh, no. Where 190 bodies were discovered improperly stored and decaying were arrested yesterday in Oklahoma. Well, that seems right. John and Carrie Halford were arrested on suspicion of four felonies, abuse of a corpse, theft, of money, laundering, and forgery. And uh, the forgery could have to deal with death certificates. Oh, Uh, you really need to keep track of those, don't you? An investigation was launched in October when the sheriff's office responded to a report of a foul odor coming from the Return to Nature Funeral Home. The state document alleged funeral home owner, John Halford, tried to conceal the improper storage of corpses. He claimed that he was doing taxidermy at the facility. Uh, Halford acknowledged what a scumbag. They had a problem at the property, and the document did not elaborate on the tax terming. and alleged improper storage remains, but the facility's registration has been expired since November of 2022. Uh, the coroner confirmed 190 bodies were found decaying in the funeral's uh, home facility. Uh, they have positively identified 110 individuals, so they have another 80 to go. So
5: isn't he contending that when he, he said return to nature, that implied your loved ones would be eaten by rats?
17: Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe.
6: No, it was supposed to be like natural barrels okay. and stuff like that. So. Uh, they're now processing dental records, fingerprints, and uh, medical hardware to identify the remaining bodies. Imagine if you use this facility and you learned this was going on. Yeah, twenty-five bodies have been released back to their loved ones, and the coroner's office has six teams actively notifying families across the U.S. So far, at least one hundred thirty-seven families have been contacted. So they're they're in jail now. Yeah. Um, all right. This is tragic. A thirty-four-year-old woman in the Philippines was crushed by an estimated one-ton boulder that fell on her. ...as she was trying to find a way to let it fall into a hole... ...so that she could have a level ground to extend her family's house. So she'd set up a boulder hole. The the plan was to push the boulder into a hole that she and her family had dug... ...so that they could have more level space for the extension of the home. Uh, Vigil Cuevas was left alone in the hole and digging at the base of the boulder. The boulder was estimated to be about a ton. Uh, Earlier, the mother-in-law of Vigil was told to stop digging because the boulder was already loosened. So she went into the hole anyway and continued digging near the base of the boulder and then it fell in and killed her. Ta-da! Yeah, wow. That's the end of the story there, but that's messed up, yes. All right, how about this? Something a little bit lighter. A hungry and curious black bear in Florida found himself an unexpected meal last week. It was 45 bucks worth of Taco Bell via Uber Eats, and he did what any bear would seemingly do, took it for himself. And to add insult to injury, the entire food heist was caught on the homeowner's ring camera.
1: Oh, jeez, I'm going to be crapping fire for a month, but it's so worth it. Uh,
6: the video shows the Uber Eats delivery driver dropping off the food on November 3rd at the home in Orlando. Minutes later, Curious Black Bear saunters up to the porch, sniffs the bag, and then casually grabs it with his <laughs> mouth, walks off, and then returns a few moments later to get the soda that was there, because he didn't grab that at first.
5: And in Casey, of course, she looks adorable. And uh-huh. of course, they would rip your head off if you were to catch them in the act, but that's how it goes.
6: The meal was meant for Lady... Gutierrez and Daniel Bula, their niece, uh, Nicole Castro, said she couldn't believe her eyes when she saw the footage. She said he came, grabbed the food, then he came again, got the soda. Upon opening the door, about 10 minutes later, Gutierrez said that she and her daughter knew exactly what had happened. uh, And bears are very common in their neighborhood, but a bear burglar is a first. Uh, They posted the video onto social media, so if you want to find it, you certainly can do that.
5: I'm going to admit that I really was not aware that there was that robust a bear population in Florida. Yeah. apparently a fair amount of them.
6: All right. Here's another follow-up story. The former Missouri teacher, and Kathy, listen closely. Mm -hmm. Former Missouri teacher who made headlines for having an OnlyFans account (laughs) says that she has made nearly $1 million on the platform since she joined it over the (laughs) summer. You've got to do your foot. Sorry,
7: I'm creating mine today. (laughs) I'm
6: telling you. And then, honestly,
5: Preston, if you joined in, you could have foot-on-foot contact. You could both clean up. How about that? (laughs) I'll do
6: it. Yeah. Uh, Brianna Coppage had been a teacher for five years, spending the last two at St. Clair uh, High School as an English teacher before resigning after her OnlyFans page was discovered by school administrators and she was put on leave. She noted that her annual teaching salary was $42,000 and she originally started the OnlyFans account to help pay off her student loans. She said Missouri is one of the lowest states in the nation for teacher pay. The district I was working for is also one of the lowest paying districts in the state and I feel like times are tough. I have uh, student loans, I have- multiple degrees in education, and it would be helpful for extra money. Uh, On her teaching salary, she would have had to have worked for nearly 24 years to make the same amount of money she has made from OnlyFans in less than six months. I mean... (laughs) You can't argue with that. Uh, she now has tens of thousands of subscribers, and has far exceeded her teaching. Do you need a photographer, Kathy? I,
7: tell me, we, you guys got to help me. What can my page be? Like, we,
6: we will get you set up. It'll be
5: it, no it's one. It's not will my know. face. It
7: can't be my face. No, it's going to be completely anonymous.
5: It'll be completely, um, you know,
8: consensual foot stuff. Foot, uh, so
7: foot stuff. Is that what you well, think like I should no, do? There needs to
8: be an angle, no. like, like feet and succulents, or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
7: yeah. Oh, then people know it's me.
8: No,
5: yes, right. If it's uh, it's if it's foots fall activities, people know. Yeah, you, that'll be the day giveaway. But no, you really.
7: What if I created crafts with my feet?
5: Make it as anonymous <laughs> as po- as possible, and it would be easy to do.
7: Here's your Christmas read. Yeah.
6: <laughs> They'll line up like crazy. Uh-huh. I mean, you're you t- just, young, you know, follow, it's just
8: selling itself. I follow this chick. She does the most creative stuff. Steve, I was talking to a, a woman who's on OnlyFans and you, she said that there's a market for straight white dudes showing off their feet. Preston. Really? I yes,
7: swear to God. Preston. My feet are so nice. <laughs> you get a manicure. Well, wait a
8: second. Well, well, well we're going to have to do
5: a, 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 a you know, a, a competition between oh, your feet and Casey's oh my feet. God.
7: Well, I'd like hey. in on
5: it.
6: want well, a million dollars. to do it.
10: Really? have like <laughs> good feet. Sure.
6: My feet are like concrete.
7: Nick washes his every day when he gets oh, his right. But they, keep
6: in mind, you guys will be under the amateur <laughs> category. No, no,
10: You're Nick, right. Yeah. Preston's pro level. There's a market pro. for that. Yeah. Uh,
6: there <laughs> is a market.
10: <laughs> yeah, without a question. Uh, <laughs> would
6: it be wild if you eat, <laughs> I- instantly I, supplanted? I, no, I've got it. I've got it. So, uh, foot cuck. My feet will just watch Kathy's
7: feet. You could do that. Yeah.
6: Yeah.
7: We can just stand next to each other. Yeah, and see what that's happens.
6: it. And mine'll just stare at your feet no. while they do some kind of activity. Well the thing is you never you never
8: <laughs> put uh, googly eyes on put the googly eyes. <laughs> Oh we got our new fetish. you wanna <laughs> Do you want to do something at Camp Out next week? Hell yes, all we right. do. Yes. Right. Yes, for sure. Let's
5: we'll okay. officially start an OnlyFans <laughs> site at Camp Out right.
8: and we'll get a, a, a photographer. We can we can contribute the money to fill Abundance. Philabundance. Abundance. Right. A
5: small portion because Kathy has things
6: to price. Right. Yeah,
8: I mean, I mean, come on. Right.
6: Yeah. Right. I mean it's charity, yes, but come on. Anyway, she she this gal paid off all her student loans, her wow. car loans, credit card debt, and she says she has no debt now, and that is a freeing feeling. So she has done it in less than six months, a million bucks. I can't wait. insane. All right, and there you go. That's all we have time for in the Bizarre File this morning. All right, uh, I'm going to give away the last uh, $50 gift card we have for Live Hotel Casino in Philadelphia. Uh, along with our friends at Gino's Steaks, as he brought by some wonderful cheesesteaks this morning. Oh, man. Uh, Gino's is going to be open every day at 5 p.m. during the week and open at noon on the weekends until 10 p.m. You can come enjoy uh, the only stop you need to make for a taste of famous Philly flavors in South Philadelphia because they get a whole lineup of great Philly stuff at uh, Live Casino Hotel. Kathy's feet unrolling a cheesesteak. Oh, Steve, right. I
7: was going to say it. I was going to say, oh, yeah. I mm. could unwrap the cheesesteak with my.
6: Caller 22. Because <laughs> <laughs> two- I'm going to make
7: 22 million on my OnlyFans page. Two speed. one five <laughs> two
6: six three 263 wmmr uh, Call right now. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us.
12: The MMR app can't remember your Wawa order, but it can pair with your Bluetooth or Apple or Android car system. Streaming us right into your speakers. Oh, And if you could grab us a meatball shorty and an iced tea, that'd be great. Thanks.
2: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans.
0: I'm kidding. You've been making better decisions for your busy family for years. And now, little by little, you're making decisions for yourself. Like snacking a little better, going a little further, sleeping a little deeper. Well, here to help make that journey easier and even more rewarding is Acme Sincerely Health platform, featuring nutrition plans, prescription reminders, and more. Sign up in the Acme mobile app to earn up to $25 in grocery rewards. Visit acmemarkets.com slash health for more details.
17: Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, ihate dot singercom Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye flawless, near colorless, brilliant cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14 carat safety silicone backs. ihate dot singercom One place, one price.
2: A decent day today. It's going to be
6: mild. We're going to have clouds mainly to contend with uh, for today, although breaking up a little bit later on Hyverbot. 68, though. Pretty damn nice. Clouds tomorrow. Cooler 52, the high. And Saturday, mostly sunny, 56 degrees. Cooling off again on Saturday. Monday, Camp Out for Hunger starts, 52 degrees. Sunshine, food trucks and fireworks that evening, courtesy of Five Below and Celebration Fireworks doing the big performance with not only fireworks, but now a drone show. <laughs> Added to it. It's so awesome. Drone show starts at seven thirty. Fireworks at eight o'clock. FM band is going on stage at Xfinity Live Outside around six o'clock. With guest musician. I'm gonna be playing a couple of songs with them and uh they'll do about an hour and a half set and they're they're awesome. You gotta hear you have to hear the people that sing in this band. I mean, we know how great of a singer yeah, Kyle is. Yeah. But the other three ladies that sing in that band are incredible. So I'm looking forward to playing with them. Excellent. excellent. And then obviously we have lots of food. We have the list of fire trucks, or fire trucks, food trucks available. Uh, Philly Hots, um, Have a Ball, Korea Taqueria, Molto Bene Aveone Company, Grilly Cheese, The Tot Rod, Philly Prince. There's a whole bunch of them. And we'd like you to come down eat, drink, there's a, you know, Xfinity is going to have uh, beverages available for sale and witness the, uh, the performance and, and come and make a donation. That's it. Just, that's all we ask. That is your, uh, price for
5: admission, a food donation, and then your, everything is up to you.
6: Yep. All right, so we're going to do the lesson question. We are going to give away four-pack of tickets for the Tinsel Town Holiday Spectacular, which is going to be at FDR Park, right around the corner from where we're doing the Camp Out for Hunger. And the question I'll pose to you is, we were talking about the the uh, United States, the USS United States, the, the ship. It's yes. moving to New York. But before that, where is it appearing this weekend? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. They, they want, they're proposing to yeah. move it to New York. But it's, uh, we're going to buy it, you know, like we want to do. A fire truck we're gonna have an ocean liner and where's it appearing this weekend 215-263-WMMR call if you know the answer we'll do the trash right call the trash business is a gold mine 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash all right, it's brought to you by Horizon Services. Easy to buy a new home comfort system with Horizon's Fall Into Savings event. You can get up to $1,500 back on qualifying systems and up to 20% off. Select new system installs. Visit horizonservices.com. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, actress Lily James seen sporting what appeared to be an engagement ring while out in London with
5: musician boyfriend Michael Schumann. James had hinted that she might be getting engaged to a mystery man and then followed through with someone no one knows. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. And And The View co-host, 51-year-old Anna Navarro raising eyebrows on Instagram saying she had a crush on 29-year-old singer Malumo, is that how it's pronounced, and wants to breastfeed him. Malumo said he would pass on the breastfeeding, but did say he would be interested in the, quote, pulled pork between her legs. (laughs) And finally... Charlie Sheen is giving his blessing. It's going to be of interest to you, Kathy, to his 19 year old daughter, Sammy Sheen, having an OnlyFans account, saying he's impressed by her earnings. Sheen apparently told her the last thing you want to do is something that will embarrass you, and then he exploded. <laughs> <laughs>
6: That's your Hollywood show. All right, let's see if someone heard where the uh, USS, United States, will be appearing this weekend. And we will go to Craig to see if we can get the answer. Craig, good morning. Good morning. Uh good morning to see you, Craig. What uh where will the USS uh, or USS United States be appearing this weekend? At the McDade Ball. McDade Bowl. Give Craig, a four-pack of tickets for Tinseltown Holiday Spectacular coming to South Philly's FDR Park, and that's this winter. Visitors of all ages are going to feel the magic of the holiday season as they stroll through a spectacle of lights, dine on festive treats and beverages, meet Santa Claus, and so much more. Tickets are on sale now at TinseltownHoliday.com. Use the code WMMR20, and you get 20% off. Preston and Steve's Music News. My A
2: regular Saturday night thing, okay. baby.
6: Brought to you by Deets and Watson. Whether you are craving smoky, spicy, or sweet, Deets and Watson has what you need to create the perfect sandwich. Deets and Watson, it's a family thing. Premium meats and artisan cheeses since 1939. Uh, Coming out tomorrow are remixed and expanded editions of the famed Beatles compilations 1962 to 1966 and 1967 to 1970, a.k.a. the Red Album and the Blue Album. God, I played the crap out of those things. Yeah, they were greatest hits albums and uh, they were wonderful. Uh, They follow last week's release of Now and Then, the final Beatles song made from uh, John Lennon's home demo from the late 1970s and was uh, considered for the Beatles anthology back in 1995 and finally finished thanks to new technology developed by Peter Jackson for the Get Back docuseries. Uh, Giles Martin, who co-produced the recording, said that Now and Then was what led to the revamped compilations. He said, we did Now and Then and we had that and then there was a discussion about what do we do with Now and Then. So, from that conversation, went, well, why don't we just celebrate the Red and Blue albums uh, because it's uh, 50 years of that. And uh, they've got most of the tracks we're talking about anyway. So, the delay is uh, this Now and Then coming out that was the fact that the remixed Red and Blue albums happened? So uh, they came out um, in April 1973. Jeez. Uh, the Red album debuted at number three on the Billboard 200. The latter number one. Uh, both have been. What cer- the hell are you saying? I'm sorry, John. Makes some sense. Uh, both have been certified diamond for sales of more than 15 million and 17 million copies. It's
5: amazing. Is a DJ?
6: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for the new editions, Martin created new mixes for nearly 40 tracks and added nine songs to each album with Now and Then as the last track on the Blue Album. Wild.
8: I want to ask both of you guys kind of a snobby music question because right. when it comes to the Beatles, I always felt like uh, Greatest Hits records were kind of cheating a little bit. Only because the original records that those songs appeared on were oh, so or- phenomenal unto themselves. They're almost... Every one of those albums, separate, right. are almost greatest and hits so albums. I kind of avoided that yeah. just because of some weird stigma in my own brain. It's oh, a I don't know. idea, <laughs> but like, is that does that make sense? That it thought does. process, yeah. it does. But I tell you
6: what, a great album. Uh, what's a great album is uh, one.
8: Yes, and it was given to me as a gift, and I love it, and I listen to it all the time. I just I like the sequence of the songs on the record so I much that Here, I, here's what
6: was what was. I'm sorry to interrupt, no. Steve. What was great about one for me was for my kids, it was a shortcut. Uh. Yeah. To the best stuff, to the number one hits that the Beatles had. Listen, and they didn't have to sit through Revolution Number Nine and and you know uh, Piggies yes. and and songs that are a little bit weird. Yeah. Or you know, and and this opened the door to the Beatles uh, for them. I thought I got so, you. There's uh, a yeah.
5: case to be made with the Eagles, uh, the band, <laughs> yeah. the the Greatest Hits album. Is a great album. Right. You know? Unto itself. Unto itself. Yes. So in this case, I think the Red and... I played those... In fact, I would say I I went through probably two or three... I purchased
8: that, those both, uh, at least two times. You know, because I, I wore them out so yeah. much. I listened to the White Album so many times, but I don't listen to the second C D or the third and fourth records on that album as much as I listen to the first two. So and, and it's probably just because um, I and, wanna fight you. <laughs> from my perspective, there weren't as many good songs on, I fight you. on the second half of that uh No,
5: record. I think there's there's nuance to that. I think you're I think you're right. I mean you know, the, there are worse problems to have than having so many damn <laughs> classic great songs that yeah. how it's packaged. Is you know a point of contention,
6: yeah. Uh, so anyhow, uh, they're coming out tomorrow, and if you want to dive into that, go right ahead. Uh, Nick, I don't know if you saw this. You're the you're the the biggest baseball fan here. I want to uh, fight you. No, you don't want to fight me. Getty Lee has one of the most impressive collections of baseball memorabilia. There was a story about him last year that we mentioned where he had hundreds of baseball signed by the Negro League players yes. that had since kind of gotten gone forgotten, and he donated them. It's yeah. in Kansas City. He donated them to the Negro League Baseball uh, Hall of Fame, and... They were just blown away by what he had as far as baseball goes. He has some of the most impressive stuff, and he is putting a bunch of it up for auction. Wow. Um, So it includes balls and bats signed by some of the game's most renowned figures, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Cal Ripken, Albert Pohlhals, a lot. And so he is putting up some 300 items for sale. In a live auction, uh, he's been collecting this for 40 years. Uh, the auction is titled "Selections from the Getty Lee Collection of Important Baseball Memorabilia." Christie's is going to have it out on December 6. We're looking at a picture of him sitting, I guess, in yeah. a room. A
8: part of his collection. Yeah,
5: I, I hear there's that. It, there's nothing like it. It's,
8: yeah, one of the baseballs. Speaking of the Beatles, is a signed Beatles baseball. From Shea Stadium.
5: Yeah. Do you know what he does not have, though? Is a Doc Gooden, Nick. And I know that you
8: have one. Well. That you had signed at a Hampton listen, Inn. He's going to be in town next week. I'll bring my Doc Gooden signed rookie baseball card <laughs> to camp out if he makes an appearance. Can he's I get the be Babe Ruth? Here. Yeah. yeah.
6: Uh, so he said in a quote, baseballs, he said, nobody owns them. He said, they're like houses. You take care of them for a while and then they move on to the next person, the next custodian. Uh, the final, uh, the final out ball from each of Johnny Vander's, Johnny Vander Meers back-to-back no hitters. Yeah. Wow. A ball signed by 26 of the 33 members of the 3000 hit club from Ty Cobb to Miguel Cabrera are among the many unique items in the auction. Jeez. Uh, His collection also intersects with American history. Outside of the realm of sports, uh, there is a baseball signed by Neil Armstrong. Uh, The auction features numerous baseballs signed by presidents, including... John F. Kennedy, Harry Truman, Franklin D. Roosevelt, Barack Obama, and some of the balls were used in... Thomas first Jefferson? First pitch ceremonies. No Jefferson ball. <laughs> DJ. Uh, but as Nick mentioned, the Beatles uh, uh, signed ball from 1965 at Shea Stadium is expected to be one of the pricier items in the auctions. Estimated to sell for up to $300,000. It is know.
5: December 7th, which is a sad day. I had the thrill of signing a baseball for Getty Lee.
6: <laughs> uh, Getty said, the items I collected over these years, I collected with passion, I collect it with love and I just have
5: <laughs> <laughs> It's the time of your life. The biggest baseball collection on earth has come into town with Getty Lee. He hasn't been born yet, so prepare to look at his zygote
6: <laughs> um, Let me ask you something. Yeah. Does he play is he, or is he just simply a fan? So he got started because they were, um, they were touring and they would have these late nights after gigs and, and Rush was like, they weren't a hard partying band or anything like that. And at, in cities, and I think it got started in Chicago, he would hear the rebroadcast of Cubs games because they would, the game would run live. Yeah. And then overnight they would rerun the broadcast and he just got caught up in it. That and is wild. Just- became a fan. And then, uh. You know, he was a fan of the Cubs, and then he just became a fan of baseball in general. That's how I got into pornography. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would listen to the
5: porno broadcast. <laughs> Late at night on my, on my ham radio. They would rebroadcast yeah. those. I, I and, didn't uh, know, you know I, I, From, you know, across uh, the Canadian border. Yeah, that was your regular Saturday yeah, night thing. That felt good, eh?
6: Hey? Yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> Did you like that handy, eh? So Lee said, uh, the items I collected over these years, I collected with passion, I collected with love, and it's just too much. And it is time to share with the world again. So there is a, a, up for sale.
5: a singular joy to having is something that you collect and you find these you know, that, that is part of the process. And yeah. I,
6: uh, uh, he is also apparently a, a massive wine aficionado. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. his other passion. It's it's bases, baseball, and wine. Those are his three that's things. That's you, Kathy. And he'll be in town next week. Uh, he is at, I think he's at the Met,
8: right? Yeah, on the uh, Wednesday or Thursday. God. Yeah, Wednesday night, yeah.
6: Yeah, and he's uh, doing a conversation about his new book called My F'n Life. And we're trying to. Oh desperately get him to come by camp out for hunger. So you Doubt it's going
8: to happen, but it'll well, it be amazing. If we did Quizzo categories based on either bases, baseball, or <laughs> wine. And Rush. And Rush. Yeah. Maybe we could invite him down. He'd be a shoo-in. I'll be
6: right there. Uh, speaking of Camp Out for Hunger, we have these guys perform live. Uh, Living Color. Corey Glover revealed that the band is scheduled to be back in the studio next week. He said, "I've met with uh, I've met a bunch of songwriters. It's time for us to sort of put it all together, start working on it. So we're going to go in next week and see what we have." It's amazing to think that Danny Glover is his mother. He's not. Oh. He's not related to Danny Glover at all. Oh, at all. Uh, according to Glover. Uh, new music could be out sometime next year. He said uh, that would be the plan. Uh, i can't give you a date exactly, and more than likely we'll try to put out some sort of single first and go from there. He went on to say the opes continue working on it while they are touring in Europe with extreme and then one last story, Iron Maiden singer Bruce Dickinson said to star in a new horror movie called Bjorn of the Dead. <laughs> Listen to this concept. I like it already. Uh, The film was written by his son, Austin Dickinson, and it centers around an ABBA tribute band (laughs) who find themselves, along with other tribute acts, trapped in a nightclub at the start of the apocalypse. (laughs) And it is described as a blood-drenched gore fest. (laughs) Just, yeah, throw your all into it and I'm on board. And according to Deadline, the movie will have various cameos from the world of rock and heavy metal, no mention of when it will be release but it's called bjorn of the dead excellent all right that's it music news let's take a break uh we will return with a letter of the day for the word of the week prize wrap up the show hand it over to pierre stay with us we'll be back in a moment
12: camp out after dark your chance to stop by the camp out for hunger broadcast during evening hours to make your food donation and enjoy fun free activities Monday night, it's Food Trucks and Fireworks, presented by Five Below with delectable eats from 12 food trucks and a stellar show from Celebration Fireworks kicking off Camp Out Week. Tuesday, it's movie night under the stars with a showing of step brothers on the big screen. Did we just
4: become best friends? Yep.
12: Wednesday night, it's Quizzo Night, hosted by Johnny Good Times, inside Victory Beer Hall, with a flyer suite up for grabs for the winning team. All events are free with your fill-abundance donation, including free carnival rides from Skelly Amusements all week long. And yes, parking's free, too. Get details, including all the where's and when's, at WMMR.com slash campout.
10: And
6: it is a Thursday morning. It is officially now turned into No Sabro Friday. Yes, it has. I love that that we have allowed ourselves to believe that at uh, the end of our show on Thursday. Yes, it's true. That it is now Friday, and uh, therefore we can go forward in our Friday mode uh but it's been a fun day today it has. and uh the weather's cooperating it's gonna be you know like um 68 degrees so very very comfortable cooler the next few days just a heads up on that but um should be enjoyable for the rest of your day and i would like to thank our guest joe de rosa hey! joe de rosa is playing the tla on saturday it's a dream He's had for a long, 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 long time, and it's uh, finally coming true. So uh, if you get a chance to go see him, please do so. Get tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Uh, thank you to uh, Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia and Gino Steaks for yeah. dropping off the goodies this morning. And obviously somebody got up super early to make those cheese steaks for us. So we do appreciate it because they were warm when they got here. They were. And that makes it much more special. So uh, we enjoyed that, too. And thank you to everybody for calling in and everything that took place on the program today. Pierre has made his way in. He's making his coffee, uh, applying the cream as we speak. Yeah. Jim uh, a- and I have this new
3: stirring device.
6: What, oh, is God, what is that? Oh yeah, one of those frothers. It's a frother. Oh, they're yeah. excellent. Yeah. You hear that? Yeah, it sounds like a sounds like a vibrator. It does? Oh, sort of. Uh, yeah. You just attach you the, the frothing the
3: <laughs> And stirs it up real nice. Yeah, and it can it puts a head
6: on it if you yeah. want. Oh, Did yeah. you know that you can foam it up? Yeah. Yep. You
5: can even use those if you're mixing up like a little bit of a smoothie action. Mm-hmm. So they have more powerful ones that do that. You don't want to turn your drink I'm into like a smoothie. do like a vampire. Are you going to do that on your show all day
10: today? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
8: mm-hmm. We will have a sound of the today. I loved
3: the uh, Bruce block and the sax block yesterday. It was fantastic Thank radio. You. It was so much fun to listen to. Thank you. Thank you. That was fun. Um, yeah, thematic blocks are fun. Yeah. Um, Life is fun. Yeah, life, is life, fun. Life, is, life is fun. Life is fun. I mean, that, that's, what, that's what Jesus said. That's on a shirt. In yeah. this day forth. life is fun. Life is fun. Life is fun. Go f yourself. <laughs> so there was this. There was this thing that goes. Uh, um, I know it well. No, no, it was like uh, no. Oh be goodness. nice to people. You uh, you don't know what what pain each person might be going through dot, dot, dot. Nice turn signal, ass
10: wife. <laughs> 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 oh, one of the
6: great uh, Angers is somebody who does not know how to use their turn signal. Oh, no, there's a
7: new a-hole on the school. In the morning, really? Yeah, it's. Uh, he reminds me of the truck driver, except he drives like a. Um, it almost looks like a some sort of transportation bus, but um, my guess is there's nobody in it at that time, and that's why he's driving that way. Right. Like it looks like he's either he's picking like senior citizens up to go to their doctor's right. appointment. Shut up,
10: back there. Or like taking them to,
7: for a trip to AC, and yeah. he he basically drives like the truck driver. He he weaves in and out. He 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 just gets right in front of me. Yes. Slams on the brakes. Yeah.
3: Wait a minute. You see him every day? I do.
7: How do you see somebody every day? Every time. Yeah. Like schedule.
3: Yeah, uh-huh. get on yeah, the school at yeah, the all.
7: same time.
6: People have the same schedule. For, for When we're on the road, there's not that many people on the road. Right. And it's really easy to pick your pick out the regulars uh, that have the same uh, schedule as you. I see groups yeah. of the same cars all the time, I, every day.
8: I stop in Wawa down on Belmont. Same people in that Wawa every really? morning, right around the same time. Yeah, it's there's like an interesting little community. And sometimes yeah. that community is filled with bad drivers <laughs> and a <A-hole>
3: drivers. <laughs> when I was in uh, my brief um, nightmarish time during the morning show... Uh, uh, back in the 90s, I was speeding uh, quite excessively on no. school, yes, and I got pulled over by a state trooper, and um, he, I rolled down the window. I said, what seems to be the trouble, officer? <laughs> 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 Knowing full well I'm in violation of massive amounts of uh, speeding laws, and he looks at me goes, are you the guy on the billboard? They had the flying hair billboard <laughs> right at that yeah.
10: time. I
3: go... Yes, sir. Indeed, I am. Would you like a request this morning? <laughs> 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 or how about a $20 bill? <laughs> uh, uh, hey, what, what music do you like? Mm. He, I don't He goes, get out of here. <laughs> out of here. All
6: right. uh,
3: let's do the letter, if you will. Sure.
6: Here we go.
1: Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the
6: Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve Show. Brought to you today by the letter. Oh, as in odor. All right, and we'll do one more letter tomorrow and give away the $500 prize from the Bagster. The Bagster. The Bagster is by far the most convenient and affordable way to help with your home cleanup. Go buy it at any home improvement store, fill it, and simply schedule your collection, and it is gone. You can clean it up with the Bagster, a dumpster in the bag. So, what sorts of things, what sorts of
3: goings-on today? Well, it'll all be in the bag today. Um, Eighteen stones in the back I am eighteen stones. In the stone. You remember that, do you? I yeah. do. That was <laughs> one of my favorite moments. One of my bright ones. Uh-huh. Um, if you got it, you got it. You know. I just let's just face it, okay? Stand back, everyone, because I have it. <laughs> All right. Um, What I have, though, on the program will be tickets for Green... (laughs) Green Day. uh, (laughs) That Green Day show in 10 years from now that goes on sale tomorrow. Uh, And then I've got tickets. I mean, I don't have tickets because they're not together anymore. They're Half of them are dead. But the Ramones, uh, I do have a block of the Ramones, and it'll be very alive, and a block of Shinedown, and a block of Billy Joel. Very
6: cool. All right. Thank you, Pierre. And let me thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by... Duncan. The Price and Steve show runs on Duncan, And also brought to you by Monster Mania 57. November 10th to the 12th in Oaks, Pennsylvania. Tickets are on sale now. We got a jam-packed show tomorrow. Uh, no Sabro Friday in that it is. We will have Alonzo Bodden in ah, the studio. Awesome. We'll have uh, composer Laura Karpman uh, via Zoom and she is promoting Marvels. She did the the uh, sound the the soundtrack for that. The actual Composition of the of the soundtrack. Like our she's friends with Michael Giacchino. She's yep. going to be on the program and uh, getting set for Camp Out for Hunger and Quizo Night to answer all the questions you might have about the event. Johnny Good Times, yeah, which is perfect because we're playing the the end music from Good, Good, Good Times, times. No, TV it's show. Jefferson's- Oh, that's right. Good times every time you meet a oh, baby. Oh, this is from the Jeffersons? Is how the yeah. Jeffersons ended? Yeah. yeah. I had forgotten yeah. about that. I was always good times. All right. Well, anyhow, that's well, it. It'll be Johnny uh, Johnny uh, Jefferson. Johnny Jefferson will be joining us tomorrow. All right, that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have yourself a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.
10: Everybody's good to have you.